seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, it's going to be interesting, all right. Or something like that. Anyway, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com. Fellow humans joining me on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, now... More air conditioning. Now what air conditioning? Now. <laughs> air conditioned. Um, hey, hey, good news. Yeah. Good news. Mm-hmm. I just got an email from the New York Yankees. They want me to throw out the first pitch on August 15th. <laughs> I did, too. You got that one, too? No, you, you too. I did, too. Oh, oh, my God. Rain for Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. What are the chances that we just made that up? Right now, I don't know. <laughs> I made it up. Arm. Made it up. I was, I was so upset about Anthony what Fauci that I was just so happy. What are you talking about making it up? I mean, I probably can't make it though because uh, we have a show that night. So, oh, you know, well, I have to work. If it's on between throw, throwing the first pitch at Yankee Stadium and being the show, well, you know, you, just you put know. Discord on your phone. I guess from the yeah. from the pitcher's mound yet. Yeah, yeah, uh, live yeah. from the pitcher's mound at Yankee Stadium. It's Joe Santorza. Yeah, Randy uh. Levine. He's my best friend, president <laughs> of the New York Yankees. Good old Randy. Me and Randy go way back. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so liar in chief. What's new? <laughs> What's new? Um, other uh, oh oh other uh, Trump related news. DJ TJ, it's, <laughs> he's in, he's oh in, no, he's in Twitter jail. <laughs> no, that can't be. Eat it, sucker. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was sharing. Was it COVID nineteen conspiracy theories or yeah. was it? Yeah, uh, you uh, know what I have to say. Suck it up, cupcake. Oh <laughs> yeah, cupcake. Oh yeah, we got some uh, some uh, some cupcake action for you to suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Kimberly Gilf- Gilfoyle. Oh. Suck it up, cupcake. Oh yeah. Not, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, she's uh, still. Kimberly Gilfoyle has COVID nineteen, but she's had worse things inside of her. So, uh, <laughs> wait, worse things than DJ. She's she had COVID nineteen, but she's had worse things in her. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, the aforementioned person temporarily banned from Twitter. DJ TJ and his and his beard. Oh, and his chiclets. Those goddamn veneers all those Trump monsters have. What I the know, hell? I know. So ridiculous. And now he's got a now he's got a new doctor friend. Did you see her? Oh, she's she's a real peach. It's we'll get we'll, yeah, we'll get to using that. Yeah, DNA from aliens to make oh, medicine. Yeah. I'm not saying oh, it's yeah. aliens, but it's aliens. Well, I don't know where she's. No. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Prefer- oh, they have medicine. 
they're they're working on a drug to make you unreligious. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, of course. For her demon sperm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that later. Hey, yeah. Uh, we could talk about sex with friends. demons. Sure. And she's a better doctor friend than Fauci because. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. So. <laughs> Um, actually, let maybe we'll start off with this uh, right now because uh, today at the White House uh, press briefing, Trump gave a briefing. I don't know what an embarrassment! What an utter, utter embarrassment this idiot in the White House is. Um, uh, let, let me uh, let me get to my uh, show files. That's the one thing I forgot to open. That would be important to have some timely quantifiable and oratund clips to play on the show and uh you know mm-hmm. it, it's always good so yeah so i got but we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight um and uh and yes and it, it is timely. it is timely quantifiable and oratund do you know what that means no no okay <laughs> okay so <laughs> donald trump are you are you saying this strategy of having him go out there every day and start these briefings again isn't shark. working? Is that what you're saying? Shark, shark these <laughs> briefings? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I'm saying... Um, They're not working? Yeah. I, I Okay. Um, some say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but did you see any of, the pre- any of this uh, Trump briefing, Rain? Did we lose Rain? She muted. No, no, oh, there. I'm just oh, okay. Muted. No problem. Today? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was busy watching um, Attorney Mark. General Bill Barr. Oh, but this was after. I need to take a break. Oh, no. I took a nap. I'll be this honest was with the, you. This was the sideshow. Yeah, this was no. the sideshow. Well, this was the, this what you call the undercard. I was, I was like, you know what? I need to take a nap. There you go. I've been painting they, they outside. Call, it's hot. Mm-hmm. They call this in in uh, boxing the undercard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, uh, I missed it. And yep. mm-hmm. sounds already sounds already like oh. I'm glad I missed it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, but before oh, yeah. I pull before I play that, I want to tell everybody today. I have been. I, uh, Susan had a doctor's appointment today downtown, and uh, I uh, and I uh, there's pictures on Facebook. I wandered around and I took some pictures of cool architecture and stuff. But I clocked about. Uh, four miles in flip-flops on hot pavement downtown today. The humidity was low, so I didn't sweat too much, so that was nice. Um, but the uh, to, to all you uh, big dickless babies out there um, who uh, don't want to wear a mask, I wore a mask the whole time, except to uh, take a drink now and then and eat a chili dog. Oh, no. But I walked miles in a mask today. I'm not the healthiest person in the world. And guess what? I didn't have difficulty breathing. My beard got a little sweaty, but that was about it. You know, that, you know, masks are a reason I might shave my beard for a bit, but, um, uh, but yeah, other than that, it was, you know, it's, it's like, seriously, I, I, four miles, sun beaten down, hot, not super humid, but I'll tell you what, Another thing, Rain, is usually when Showtime rolls around, around this time of night, I'll start getting, you know, because we, we all all kind of get it. We, we get the flemmies, uh, especially when it's humid or something like that. I know it's not that yes. humid right now, but I, I, I feel good. I didn't even take a nap when I got home. I, I felt energized. 
I'm, you know, my breathing is better, uh, you know, for, you know, or allergy kind of, you know, sinus issues are great. So. Oh, that's good. Masks didn't hurt me, you big dickless babies. Now I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think you felt that good because of the chili dog or the hydroxychloroquine? <laughs> hey, what happened? Uh, <laughs> who slipped me a Mickey in my wiener? <laughs> hey, yeah. so, no, what I was in that drink? So. <laughs> oh, and funny, funny too. Uh, Rain, your sister Nissa uh, did a, a, a Facebook post the other day, and it's like type in the in 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 gifs. Type in the year you turned ten years old. Yes, and yours? see what GIF comes up. Oh and mine was Bill Cosby doing a Coke ad. And I, she... <laughs> I saw that and I was like, no. Yeah, and I, I didn't put, comment, but it was I like, put, oh, no. Oh. I put the big Darth Vader no at the after. No. And she said, she said the Jello pudding pops must not have rolled around until about eighty three or eighty four. And I said, <laughs> and I said, yeah, but the roofies were around for decades, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. And you know, that's uh, terrible. Now, what, what was so the uh, what was the uh, the question here? The, the, the question was it, it basically she did a post and it said type in the the year you turned ten um, oh. into the GIF bar and see what comes up and post that GIF. In mine was Bill Cosby in a Coke ad, Coca Cola ad. Oh no! And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and that's there was what. a lot of funny. There was a lot of funny responses to yeah. it. I was just like, nope, I can't top any of them. Yeah, it, just- it was funny. So, but anyway, um, uh, but still, Heather is still competing though. She she she's got the you know when everything reminds you of him. <laughs> yep. That was classic. Ye- so. Yeah, my ah, my sister, my other my okay, my younger sister. Yeah. God. She's Both your sisters are fuck. great. So, well, I just typed in nine, my tenth birthday. No, the the, <coughs> the oh, year. okay, yeah, yeah, the year, the year. I turned ten in nineteen fifty nine, <coughs> and I come up with uh, either Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> well, hello, or the scene in North by Northwest where the airplane wow. always knocks over. Uh, okay, you know, the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About. Well, that's that's. <coughs> Those are two opposites. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's well, either Marilyn I, Monroe on the phone or, or that scene by in North by Northwest. I'm going to put dead. I'm going to put the second one in when I typed in 1981 for me. Uh, I'll put that in our Discord chat. That's pretty great. So, uh, <laughs> nice, Joe. So, uh, I like mine a little better. But anyway, all right, let's go ahead and uh, and get to this Trump audio. Um, but uh, no, nice nice stuff there, Joe. Uh, but yeah, so so Trump today, uh, 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 seriously, get out your tiny violins, folks. Because Trump, I think he might be a little bit sad. Doesn't seem like he's Aww. getting the attention. Little fat boy. Little 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 Donnie. Spelled two D's. Little little Donnie's. He's very very sad about things and um yeah this is uh uh somebody asked them about uh, fauci's high approval ratings <laughs> this is magical rain last night in tweets that were deleted by twitter uh you said that dr fauci misled the country about hydroxychloroquine how so no not at all i think i don't even know what his stance what? is on it i i was just you know he really? was at the 
Yeah. He was at the Everybody task force meeting a little while ago. Yep. He does. Uh, I have a very good relationship with Dr. Fauci. You know, it's sort of interesting. <laughs> We've listened to Dr. Fauci. I haven't always agreed with him, and that's, I think, pretty standard. That's okay. Uh, he did not no. want us to ban our this this put up the ban to China when China was heavily infected very badly Wuhan uh, he didn't want to do that and I yep. did and other things and he told me I was right and he told me I saved tens of thousands of lives which was generous but it's uh, you know I think it's fact that I banned generous. I did the ban in Europe uh, but I true. get along with him very well and I agree with a lot of what he said uh, so you know it's interesting uh, he's got a very good approval rating, and I like that. I, it's good. Because remember, he's working for this administration. No, he's, he's not. He's working with us, John. He's working for the American people. You're working against the American people. There's the difference, he, he, asshole. He also works for the National Institutes, Institute of Health. Yes. and Just to remind everybody. And who does that, who does that organization serve? Um, the United States of American Citizens. Yes. yes. Yeah. So he's not working for you, Trump. He's working for us. We we could have gotten other people. We could have gotten somebody else. It didn't have to be Dr. Fauci. He's working with yeah, our administration. Did. And for the most part, we've done pretty much what he and others, Dr. Burks and others who are terrific, recommended. No, no, he's got this no, high no, approval rating. So oh, wait, wait, why listen. don't I have a high approval rating with respect and the administration with respect to the virus? We should have a very high because what we've done in terms of uh, we're just reading off about the masks and the gowns and the ventilators and numbers that nobody's seen and the testing at 55 million oh, tests right. we, we tested seen. more than anybody in the world i have a graph that i'd love to show you I'm, perhaps you've seen it where we're up here and the rest of the world is down at a level that's just a tiny fraction of what we've done in terms of testing so it sort of is curious a man works for us with us very closely dr fauci and dr burks also highly thought of and yet they're highly thought of but nobody likes me it can only be my personality oh. that's all <laughs> oh. oh my god that was this afternoon yeah yeah i'm so happy i took a nap it was a good oh. nap. yeah oh my god yeah, uh, oh, so sad. Nobody so likes me. Sad. Everybody hates me. Think I'll eat some worms. Nobody oh, likes so me. Sad. It can only be my personality. That's all. Must be my personality. Yeah, it's your personality, and which is rotten, racist, yeah. pig, misogynist, homophobic. Shall I go on? Yes, go. How many? Please. How many people are dead? Yeah. Oh, come on. Hundred fifty yeah, thousands. Hundred fifty thousand people. I mean, it's going to be 150,000 by Friday. Uh, we're losing a thousand. We're losing a thousand people a day now. A thousand, another thousand ninety-five today. Today, yeah. Okay, and we lost a thousand the last five days in a row. Okay. Let me ask you this: If a, if we had a general out in the field during a war and they were losing a thousand troops a day, would we leave them out there, uh, or would we relieve him of his command? You know. In the past, I would say we would relieve him, uh -huh. but where we are now, Joe, I don't know. If if Trump was in charge, I don't know. I'm not. I'm yeah. not even being a smartass about this. Oh, because uh, you know we have somebody like Trump. If they were killing uh, Iranians, Trump or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking about our own troops. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know. After I said that, I was like, okay, wait, I screwed that up. Yeah, if you were if we were losing, our, if if a general was losing American troops at a war, 
at a thousand a day, you would probably have his command lifted. But quickly. we would probably have a decent joint chiefs of staff to make the call. We have everything is broken in the in the in the high levels of federal government right now. That's why I'm saying I don't know. Yeah. Um. I thought I got this audio, but I must have saved it improperly. So, but I really, really want this uh, for the show tonight. So I'm going to play it on my phone, so the audio quality won't be that great. But CNN, uh, CNN's Caitlin Collins at the same uh, briefing. Oh, um, she asked him about uh, Doctor Stella Emanuel, which we who we will detail here oh, momentarily. So smart. Yeah, um, she's a brilliant woman. She is horrible. What did she say? Did well, she say something? Kate. Well, here, here. The, the, here's Caitlin Collins with the setup for this. Let me let me get this. Uh, make sure my phone is up full volume. Um, but uh, and hopefully there's not an ad. I think we got it here. Nope, I got a fucking ad. <laughs> Nerd wallet. Son of a... Nerd wallet! Alright, uh, it's got about... Here we go. Five seconds left. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> here we go. That you said it was a great doctor, and that video that you retweeted last night said that masks don't work and there is a cure for COVID-19, both of which health experts say is not true. She's also made videos saying that doctors make medicine using DNA from aliens and that they're trying to create a vaccine to make you immune from becoming religious. Well, maybe it's the same, maybe it's not, but I, I, can't, I can tell you this. She was on air along with many other doctors. They were big fans of hydroxychloroquine and I thought she was very impressive in the sense that from where she came, I don't know which country she comes from, but she said oh. that she's had tremendous success with hundreds of different patients and I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Is he, is he, wait, wait. He stormed off. Is, she, is he crying? Is when, he crying? Uh, I think I think he might have been crying. Is, was he crying? So. <laughs> <laughs> she seems like she knows what she's. Do oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. this oh he's getting sad now. Oh no, there's like watering oh. in the eyes. Oh, now he's running away. Oh, is he gonna cry? Is he gonna cry? Did you see that? He was totally gonna cry. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. He right. Because he that he Caitlin, went on. Caitlin. To, he was gonna ask somebody else a question. John, I'm assuming uh -huh. it was John, whatever from Fox or whatever, uh -huh. um, or, or maybe John Carl. I don't know. But it, you know, it, he was ready to ask somebody a question, and then she tried to follow up, and then he got pissed and walked mm -hmm. out. He was totally gonna cry. He was yeah. totally gonna cry. <laughs> Isn't that stunning? Yes, right? he, yes he was. I, yes. It, uh, from what I heard, she believes in demon sperm. Yes, she yeah. believes that uh, you have sex with demons in your dreams, and that makes you sick. You see? You know. It's totally true, everybody. Let's get it on tonight in your mind. Um, She's yeah. a doctor, like a legit doctor. From uh -huh. We we don't know that. Well, <laughs> University she claims of to be Phoenix <laughs> University of uh, what's oh. happening now? Oh wait, wait, I know Trump University. Go pricks. There you go. You go. <laughs> oh, she's okay. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at an article from the Daily Beast. She's okay. a Houston doctor. 
She's mm-hmm. a doctor in Texas. Oh, by the way, a, a hotspot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> She's from. Oh, I I found out. Why does she still I have her a license? Up. Why does she? Wikipedia. She's from Narnia. No, Narnia. It's not in Wikipedia. Anyway, Joe. yeah. Anyway, right I, here. I don't know. No. I, I mean, where is she? She's from That's Texas. You said Houston, Nar- Narnia. What? No, one sec. No, Narnia doesn't exist, Joe. Hold on. No? One sec. What do you mean? <clears throat> She's from Xenu, because that's how she knows about the alien. That com- does not exist either. Alien sperm. Um, okay. So, uh, don't tell a Scientologist it doesn't exist. She's um, a pediatrician and a religious minister. Has a history of making bizarre claims about medical topics and other issues. She's often claimed that gynecological problems like cysts and endometriosis are in fact caused by people having sex, wait for it, in their dreams with demons and witches. <laughs> oh gotcha. my god. Your yeah. wet dreams cause endometriosis. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. All they ever cost me was I had to get up in the middle of the night to change my underwear, but I don't know. Oh, wow. What? Oh, Joe. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, well no, I'm with Joe. I've had that, was disallowed. that was ladies, disallowed. That was disallowed. Ladies really? had some of that stuff happening, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. You disallowed that, Ken? I I, well, it's, it's fine. Well, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, uh, here. Neutralize here, here. it. I'll neutralize it uh, with my uh, hydroxychloroquine spray bottle. There you go. So oh, yeah. This, I feel much better now. So okay. is, is this the doctor that Trump and Donald Trump Jr., the, in, is it that video that DJ... Or DJ. DT, what, what do we call him? DJ DJ, DJ? DJ. Yeah. That got him temporarily banned from Twitter. Is that her video? Uh, no, actually, it was, it was another Trump one, himself. Huh? Trump himself retweeted her, the, the uh, video of her giving that uh, testimonial, would you say, on uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, okay. And it I was Caitlin, Caitlin Collins. Also, Donald Trump. Retweet. He might have, but 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 Caitlin Collins was specifically referring to a retweet that he made to all 84 million followers, and she pointed out this woman's um, other credits, shall we say? <laughs> so, uh, but DJ TJ it says Twitter tempo- temporarily restricts Donald Trump Jr.'s account after he posts video claiming masks are unnecessary, and. Uh, I mean, what the, didn't daddy just go and say it was patriotic? You know, you know, and that's what I'm going to say when I wear, when I, when I'm wearing my mask in public, if some asshole wants to say something to me, I'll say, but president Trump said it was the patriotic thing to do. And I'll say, I'm sure Biden, president Biden will say the same. Um, That'll piss him off. Yeah, let, let, let me get a, my nose broken under my mask. That'll be cool. Um, oh. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, this is uh, you know the, these guys. I mean, they can't stop with the disinfo. None of them no. can. This is this is one of the things that I, I, I've said it before on the show. It's one thing I just will never ever ever understand. I mean, you know, we joked earlier when the show opened about how Trump lied 
that he was asked by the Yankees to to throw yeah. the first pitch. Mm-hmm. But I, I, what is what is what is the end game to this lying about masks when they have to know it's killing people? It's I, killing tens I, of thousands of people across this country. To what end? Because at a certain point, they're going to start realizing it's killing their base. Yeah, I mean the the I mean um, where well, they already being, said that. Yeah. They already said that. I mean, you read the Washington Post article when they said that the reason he started changing his uh, tune was when they said it's killing, and I quote, our people. Right. But you're quoting a doctor who's going to keep killing, quote, our people, unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I mean... I, I- you got, I'm, I'm not you got trying me. to be obtuse about this. No, I don't think it. you are. I don't think you are. I just, I just, it, 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 you know, they've already addressed it. So why are they still doing it? You know, I, I, I think mean, it's time. I, it I makes think it's no time to sense. Start a pool. Yeah, I, th- I think it's time we start a pool. I, be, I it is becoming evident that uh, this this strategy of putting them back doing these um, briefings mm-hmm. to get his poll numbers back up is not working. Would you agree? Uh, I would absolutely agree. Because yeah, so and, and I think we should have. Yeah, go ahead. I think we should have a pool. <laughs> On what day do you think they're going to stop these briefings again? Uh, I'll give it a scaramooch uh, and a half. Uh, Scaramucci and a half. Yeah. I'd say that's about right. <laughs> now, wait, is that a Scaramucci and a half or a half a Scaramucci and half of the Scaramucci? Uh, we'll, we'll just let people See, decide. I'm not good at, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math either. Scaramucci, a Scaramucci is 10 days. Right, but a Scaramucci is what? Maybe 7. eight. Point five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's six so, to eight. Rounding up or down for inconvenience. Um, I mean, so. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's really, it's really hard to comprehend because to to look at some some you know to look at this administration and to realize how bad they are at governing. Yeah, well, one I, would think at a certain point somebody could start figuring out. Well, maybe we could just at least clean up the dog poop. Yes. Because if it cleaned up the dog poop, yes. then that would look like governing. Well, we had a real harbinger. Yeah. Yeah, We have a real harbinger, and then we got to go to the break. This is the real harbinger of about how long it's going to last. Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality. That's all. And so much more. And so it can it can also be many other things, dumb Donnie. Um, So, uh, but yeah, your personality huge part, huge huge part. Uh, character, bigly part, your lack of character, lack of character, your indecency, um, your sleaziness, Uh, your criminality, your murderous ego, you know, morals. I think it could be a lot of things. So anyway, we're going to listen to Invisible by Bobber when we come up. Uh, Yay. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
No blame Please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B. And I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes... It's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. Radioforhumans.com. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. I'm a little loud. Let me turn my mic down a little bit. There we go. And of course, uh, yeah, welcome back to the program. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Hello! Hey, good news. Yeah. The Manchester United soccer team just asked me to k- kick their first soccer ball of the me season. Me too. No. Yeah. Get out. Uh, guys, yeah. guys, yeah. I have good news too. What's that? What? I was asked to present that soccer ball 
It's a little one. It's orange, and it's Trump's. <laughs> and where? Oh, little <laughs> you, little did ball. Do you pull it out of a, a, a little tiny uh, lockbox in the Kremlin? Uh, oh no, that's, that's that's no no no. I don't get paid enough for that. Okay, I'm just yeah. the presenter. Danger. And of course, Rain for Freedom's blog. Uh, welcome back. And Hi. speaking of Russia, uh, a little bit of news is breaking right now. Is they're saying they're having a Sputnik moment and that mm-hmm. they will mm-hmm. have a COVID-19 vaccine within two weeks circumventing mm-hmm. all kinds of uh, health and safety issues. Uh, are you shocked? I mean, I, I, hope they, I hope they do it, but Nope. <laughs> you don't think it's, it's you don't the, think Donnie is on the phone right now with with Vlad? Hi, Say, Please, Hi. please, could I have it? I'll try it. I'll try it on Joe Biden. I'll try, I'll... <laughs> yeah, I'll slip it to you him know, in our I'm, first I'm debate. I'm with uh, I'm with Jody Hamilton. For those yeah. that listen, you know, I, you know, I listen to Stephanie Miller. Yeah, I'm with Jody Hamilton. I am not going to take that virus and i'm not an anti-vaxxer but i'm not going to take that vaccine unless it's approved by somebody like An- angela merkel yeah <laughs> yeah or you, you know, know i had that discussion Canada or france or you know some country that i trust i, I yeah I, i'm serious about that i had that mm-hmm. discussion with my eye doctor today <clears throat> um who told me we were discussing covid and everything and he said yeah he said i I think you're, I said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not. I never. But I says, I would not trust anything that, that, that Donald Trump rushed through. No. And, yeah. no. and my eye doctor said, I'm with you. <laughs> well, wow. you know, I trust a, va- a vaccine from Russia about as, I, about as much as I trust a, a vintage heavy metal uh, CD from Russia, which is, <laughs> which is going to be a bootleg and worth nothing. Um, uh, because they don't have copyright laws in Russia and they steal our intellectual property all the time, but you never hear Trump complain about that. Only China. Did you guys know that? Any movie, any TV show, any album, any piece of art, any photograph, anything like that, anything that we produce, they steal it and they sell it. And they have little cottage industries of bootlegging all of our cool shit because they can't make their own cool shit. Um, uh, you know but, what they say in yeah. Russia, art copyright you. Yeah, I mean you you only have rogue artists over there like you know Pussy Riot and stuff like that who actually stand up to that butcher. So <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, another uh, uh, something I want to get to. This is uh, COVID related. Um, uh, this is uh, I, I love this guy. Uh, I, I have never seen anything with him before, but on CNN's New Day, John Berman asked a question of Professor uh, William uh, uh, Hazeltine, Hazeltine, um, and uh, about school about well, he was asking about MLB. Major League Baseball, everybody, because there are a shitload of players that have come down with COVID-19. Because why? They were getting together and they were practicing. They were getting ready for this season. They're getting ready to do the season. It was totally going to go forward. And um, uh, Professor, uh, again, Hazeltine, I think is how to say his name, um, 
Uh, I, I keep thinking Ovaltine every time I see it. Hazeltine. Um, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, but this guy's great. And and basically, he said what you're seeing in the M- MLB is basically a horrific harbinger of what's yet to come. Listen to this. Professor Hazeltine, I want to ask you about Hazeltine. baseball, not as a sports fan, but as a microcosm of society and something you talk about often is how this virus spreads. So how does what we are seeing in baseball, where 14 players and coaches on the Marlins have tested positive and we're waiting for test results on more, what does that tell us about how the virus spreads and what we are doing to contain it? I think what you're seeing is what's about to happen in our high schools. There's very little difference between the way the virus spreads in young baseball players, many who are just barely into their 20s, and how it's going to spread in high schools with anybody who's an adolescent or a teenager. Even when you're putting major efforts into creating a bubble, trying to test people as much as possible, even in the White House, I might point out, you can't contain the virus that way. The only way to contain the virus is to do it in a very broad program, as you were just hearing, shutting down states, having systematic public uh, health measures. You can't do it institution by institution. It's just not possible. That's what Major League Baseball is showing to us. And I'm afraid, I'm actually terrified, that that's about to happen to our school systems. All of this emphasis on young children not being so infected, they do get infected. Just look at what's happening in Florida right now. They may not get infected at the same rate, but the moment they're all in school together, they're going to get infected. They will infect their families. Their families will infect others. And we're about to have a disaster on top of a disaster. God. A disaster on top of a disaster. It's it's astounding. I mean, you know... The thing is, one of the things that in the beginning of this whole Mishigabob is um, we were told don't use masks and it affects older people. But I, I do remember specifically us talking about this on the show that we don't seem to know much else about this virus because the medical professionals were saying we don't know a lot about this virus. It's a novel virus. It's new. We don't know. And it, it seems to me that this administration and other, I, I don't know what, to, what else to call them aside from virus deniers, are now saying, well, you know, young people don't get it because they're focusing on what we were told right from the beginning. And it's, it's, it, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. that people do not want to acknowledge that if we send kids back to school they are going to get sick they might not die but you know they are going to get sick and by the way they're going to get other people sick and those people are going to die yes that's the other thing they might get sick they might not die the whole idea is to make sure they don't get sick period but they are going to get sick and they're going to pass it on to their parents and then their grandparents i I mean the whole thing is so fucking simple the whole thing is so fucking simple and the but unfortunately, it's far too complex of of uh, of a thing for Trump supporters to grasp. Trump understands the severity of it. Everybody around him understands the severity of it. 
Barr understands the severity of it. Uh, you know, his lackeys, uh, uh, Mnuchin understands, every last one of them. Um, you know, all these assholes understand the severity of it, but they're doing nothing to stop it from spreading. I've been on, thinking. On, honest to I, God, I really think Trump is like, at this point, fuck this. Just let's just hand it over to Biden. I don't, I can't handle this anymore. I wish, I, I actually hope it's that benign because, and you guys know I'm not a conspiracy theorist person. I'm not, but I'm actually thinking that, you know, when, when this whole thing first came down, they said it was older people and it wasn't younger people. And we, we found out everything they said was wrong. But the one thing, the one constant has been, it is affecting communities of color and, 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 uh, I don't want to say the poorer communities. I don't want to say lower class, but I want to say people who who don't have as much money. That's where it's really affecting them. And I'm starting to wonder if they're like, fuck it. Who cares if they die? Who cares if black and brown people die? Who cares if the poor people die? and, and, And so this is literally a conspiracy thought. The next step they're not thinking about these goddamn white nationalist racists is um, who's going to take the jobs of all those lower class or poor people, brown people, colored people, who's going to take their jobs? Well, it'll be poor white people. And then they'll get affected. I think I think you meant people of color. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I said after people of color die, after that Maybe I didn't say this clearly enough. No, no, you, you uh, never mind. Um, I, I'm sorry, but my point is, is that after people of color die off because of this virus, yes. these rich white people will probably expect poor white people to take their jobs. You know, the ones that we've talked for years about who's going to take the farming jobs because yeah. white people won't take the farming jobs unless they're forced into taking the farming jobs. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make more sense? No, no, no. I I understood. No, it's just forget. Yeah. I it made it made it made total it made total sense from the beginning. I understood what you're saying. But the 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 whole thing here though is it you know, I I shouldn't be so naive. I'm sure Trump wants to hold on to power at whatever cost because he wants to enrich his family. And he's proven over and over. But I mean, this when when he said this today Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. I mean the the abject denial that it could possibly be I don't know. 150,000 dead people on your watch and we've never had anything like this happen and in the way you guys attacked Obama for one or two cases or one death here, one death there, one somebody camped out in a parking lot, you know, in in, in you know, isolation. I I have a question about that. Yeah. Um is there anybody that you know that you really like but don't like their personality? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there there are a few people that uh, I know and I like, but I don't like the personality. Absolutely. The, I, I can okay. say there's, you know, there All are right. a few. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, 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 okay. I might be an outlier. There are people that I will tolerate um, simply because uh, they're maybe a family member 
or um, somebody who you know is a friend of of another family member, something like that. That I I, I will. Do you like Do you like them or do you tolerate them? Uh, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. There there are there are some people I like, but they have uh, aspects of their personality that I'm like, oh, just shoot me now, you know. Okay. Uh, right. So yeah. So yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It, you know. Because yeah. I don't like him. Because I don't like his personality. I don't like his personality. I don't like his his ego. Uh, I mean, there's there's everything everything about him I dislike. I hate his stupid face. I hate his shitty hair. I hate his tiny hands. See, and that's interesting because there are people I know that I like that I'm like. Mm. I wish you would frown less. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it as nicely as I can. Yeah. You should smile more, Rain. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Really? <laughs> uh, I know. I know. I know. I'll buzz myself. Double buzz. Um, yeah. No, it- because, you know, I don't like him. I don't like his personality. And he's sitting there making himself a victim. Maybe they don't like me because of my personality. No, we don't like you because you have an awful personality. Has anybody ever had a dream that they were in the same room with Trump? Uh, no. No. I did have <clears throat> one about that I was working in the Oval Office with Obama. Yeah. It was a great dream. I had a dream that right I had after. a dream that Obama and I were trading comic books. <laughs> Get out! He was all excited because I had like some Spider-Man issues he didn't have. No, yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, it was years. It Did was it was right after he got a Spider-Man elected. issue of Barack Obama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there, there's I have a, that one. There's a there, yeah Spider-Man issue with Barack Obama. Absolutely. There, I there have, were. I actually several. want that. If anybody wants it. Yeah. There, there's a. There are are several uh, comic appearances of Barack Obama. Uh-huh. Uh, not so many of Trump, especially not nice ones. Um. So, but yeah, there's a long history of presidents appearing in comic books. Ronald Reagan showed up in a lot in the '80s. Uh. You know, never super positive, but it was just more like. A background character, FDRs in a lot of comics, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, so there, there's a lot of a uh, lot of interesting uh, stuff like that. But yeah, Trump, not so much, unless he's you know portrayed as a, a fat villain. Um, it's his personality. He's an awful mm-hmm. mean person. But let's get back to the school thing because again, th- what I was saying this, this is so simple. We all understand it. The, all, all his supporters, you know, and I've heard teacher after teacher after teacher dismayed at having to try and control a ten, you know, a room full of ten-year-olds to keep to themselves, to you know, sit still for the entire school day, to eat at their desks, um, to to limit their their you know recess time, uh, and to keep their masks on. And they're, these teachers, they're scared for their own families, too. And they really yeah. don't get a say in this. Um, I, I hope to God teachers' unions are going to stand up to you know this asshole administration and local administrations uh, and, and say, you know what? We need to slow this shit down. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it's like we can't have concerts... 
You know, I'm going to be furloughed for the foreseeable future. Company I work for says we don't see anything happen until fall of 2021. Wow. Over a year away. You know, I mean, that's, you know, uh, that's, you know, I'm not going to say the company name, but that was an official statement. That was it was in the news. That was actually in the news. I I, I did a, a, a you know a, one of those things. Uh, Don't do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. And that I, I found that they you know the company I work for said so we don't see any concerts happening until you know unless they they get innovative and do the drive you know the drive-in theater ones things like that you know that's smart. Um, yeah. But uh, schools, man. It's gonna be uh, Joe. It's it's gonna be one massive national petri dish of oh, disease. Yeah. It, first of all, schools in normal times are petri dishes. Yeah, children are walking germ carriers. They're yeah. they're like like a million. They're they're like millions of school age typhoid Marys. You know, and Mike. And Mike's. Well, but there was only a typhoid Mary that I remember. But uh, these little kids, I mean, when they're in restaurants and, you know, like they're you're in a booth and they're in the booth behind you and they're hanging over, drooling on you. Uh, I've had this experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then you end up with the flu or a cold, you know. I mean, th- now you have a pandemic. Okay. First of all. 14 members of the of the Miami Marlins who were in a bubble who were quarantined and tested every freaking day and yet 14 of them got infected. Mhm. Yeah. How the hell do you think this is going to happen in a room full of 30 kids? Think it's going to go well? It's not going to go well. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't no, think, I think so. I actually think that they're going to cancel baseball season. I do too. And I they've all they've all but I, said they they are. Yeah, yes. and as much as I'm sort of, I'm mixed about it when I say I'm when I'm going to say I'm sort of sad about it. I'm mixed about it because I don't feel like, quite honestly, I don't feel like we as Americans deserve sports until we get this virus under control. Sports I agree is, with you wholeheartedly. It's a luxury. It's, you know, it's yes, it's a wonderful thing. I love sport. And you guys know I love the NFL. But we don't deserve it until yeah. we can get this this pandemic under control. Well, well no, here's I, the thing. I don't think any any reasonable yeah. person wants to go to a sporting event. I mean, you know my passion for baseball and you know I, I have yes. season I have season tickets to the Scranton Rail Riders, which is the AAA you know, affiliate of the Yankees, and my, you know, I I spend my summers there. I eat my dinners there when when they're in town. I I'm at every game. Yet I would never think of going there this year. Yeah. Ever. I put the sports I, jingle I, on real light underneath this. <laughs> I just feel like um, should have played no, a violin for you, me there. You should not Ken. be rewarded <laughs> with sports. I, I would like to see sports used as a cudgel. Get our shit together before you get to go to baseball and my beloved football and yeah. even basketball and hockey. Now, basketball and hockey right now, it's very interesting because they are literally quarantined. They are really in the bubble. 
in a different way than you're speaking of, Joe, because well, they're, going, in, they're indoors. They're indoors. They're, they're indoors. Like and they're tested constantly. Right. That's not going to happen in a school. Yeah, exactly. It, it, we we got to we got to get going to the break, but I, I just want to make uh, put a put a finer point on this. Sports are luxuries. Concerts are luxuries. Movies are luxuries. Yep. You have everything you need now in the twenty first century. Those who have means and privilege and and uh, fi- you know financial security, what have you. All you people that are like oh, that money's burning a hole in your pocket. That money yeah. is mm-hmm. is a luxury for you. That is your privilege mm-hmm. that you have that. Yes. Put it in your fucking bank. Keep it there. And when all this shit is done, you can get in your dumb pickup truck. You can fly whatever flag you want. You can go to whatever sporting event, whatever hillbilly concert, whatever, uh, you know... Uh, uh, the fucking Jack Reacher movie or Fast and Furious <laughs> movie you want to see, whatever bad action film you want to go see, you can go, you can take all your friends, you can buy yourself Philly cheese steaks and eat them off the ground. I don't fucking care. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Could I put a, a musical point on this? Sure. Okay. If you don't eat your meat, Hell you can't no. have any pudding. See, there you go. But in this case, it's if you don't wear your mask and you don't social distance, you can't have nice things. It's just a fucking fact. And it's yeah. it's just I, I mean, it, I know people don't care. They have they have, you know, white people especially ha- have this sense of entitlement um that they 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 deserve this and they cannot wait and you're suppressing my freedom. Well, you know what? If you want to go see Kid Rock, go see Kid Rock, because I won't be there. You want to go see <laughs> Ted Nugent, go see Ted Nugent, because I don't want to be there. I won't be there. Well, tickets are free to old... the Republican National Convention. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Big sloppy wet kisses all around the, the RNC for you. But go, if you uh... go to see Pink Floyd, I might show up. <laughs> uh, I might. I'll, I'll be there in the hamster ball. <laughs> <laughs> the human-sized hamster ball knocking everybody down, but anyway, I mean, yeah, it's 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 like just the, you know it's, the mem it's that, you know if you really want these sports, um, and you really don't want to if you don't like to wear a mask, it's an awful mem, but it's really true. If you don't like to wear a mask because it, you think it's impeding on your freedom, well, you're really not going to like, you know, an intubator. Yeah, uh, but you know what what you people are complaining about. It's luxury items. And you know what? There's a real big, 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 big luxury tax right now. And it's your yeah. life or somebody else that you love. So yeah. anyway, we're going to go to the break. When we come back, we'll get uh, Trisec on. Try and talk him out of buying, uh, out of buying an arsenal of guns. Um, and, <laughs> uh, I kid, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's had, he, he, the, the, we, we, there's been a lot of anger, anger, uh, circulating, uh, with us and we're, but we're going to try and keep things calm and subdued for everybody. Cause we don't want a rage fest on the show. Um, we'll let the 
all the Republicans, you know, hold all the anger and we'll let them die with that anger. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Hey, everybody. Kenny Pick coming at you on RadioForHumans.com. This goes against every rule of broadcast journalism I know. Don't change that dial. Find Radio for Humans on TuneIn. I used to be number one in this town, but people don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It sure is. And be sure to visit RadioForHumans.com for more information. This is the internet. And now, on with the show. Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Couple fun facts from the chat room. Living in Long Island says Amazing Spider-Man 583 featuring President Obama went through five printings. Every U.S. president from FDR through Obama has appeared in a Marvel comic. And in 2000, D.C. elected Lex Luthor as president and did not feature George W. Bush. Um, <laughs> so, And also another fun fact in our chat, Tango chat, from uh, President Turd Nugget shit his pants and didn't change him for a month to chicken hawk his way out of Vietnam. Thank you for that. And of course, <laughs> welcome back to the show, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Great news. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Great news. I just got called from the uh, the tennis association, and they want me to throw out the first tennis ball at the U.S. Open. Oh my God! You're never gonna believe this. What? No. Just came over the wires. I got the invite too. You're gonna be in flushing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna flush I, that I'm gonna flush a whole uh, a bucket <laughs> of golf balls down my toilet. Uh so <laughs> I, I just got some news too. Oh, Rain from Fair Freedom's blog. What's that? I'm gonna toss the coin at the first NFL game of the year. Oh my god, me too. Wow! No. I just got, I just got the email. I just I, got the email. My 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 texts are blowing up tonight. I'm so it, popular. It, I did. Although I have to tell you, it's it's a Bitcoin. <laughs> that's gonna be hard. <laughs> so, oh, that's gonna be and, real hard. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, of course, uh, Triset Greater Boston area. I'm sure you've been invited to uh, to, to to do a few things. You know, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> That's Good okay. Evening, everyone. Neither How do we. <laughs> Try. I heard that you're going to sing the national anthem, Pat's game of the year. Same oh, here. <laughs> I'm actually going to whistle it. Brady's gone. The Patriots are dead to me. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Point. I think Trisek missed the uh, the Yankees' first pitch thing. In the notes. It's okay. Trump Trump lied and said that he was invited to throw out the first pitch at the Yankees game. So we're just lying about all the different things we're we're not <laughs> yeah. going to do. Uh, whoa, so whoa, whoa. back up, back up, back up. Trump yeah. lied about something. I I know. I, I, I'm stunned. It's, it, he claimed that Randy Levine, the president of the New York Yankees, invited him to throw out the first pitch on August fifteenth at Yankee Stadium. Turns out. That was news to both the Yankees and his staff because Randy Levine never invited him to do uh, any such thing. Uh, <laughs> so, wah, wah. Oh, so we've well. been we've been every every opening we've been uh, we've been sort up. of saying the places we've oh. been invited yeah. to not do anything. Uh, yeah, wow. I actually will be. Uh, I was asked to to be uh, the uh, uh, official presenter for the Oscars uh, next year. Oh, oh. My God. well, then you're going to be on with me. Like all co-host, oh. the three of us. How do we get so lucky? I don't I'm know. Gonna <laughs> be the host of the Emmys. Whatever will I wear? Probably flip flops. <laughs> I heard this podcast was nominated for an Emmy. Oh yeah, you know it. You know it. So, uh, but yeah. So I. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh uh, yeah, that's another thing too. I, I I made a post on Facebook that was it got got some traction the other day. I, I finally realized I have not worn a pair of socks in about four months. And that's kind of exciting. You know. I read an article this afternoon in Waypo hmm. that literally said denim is not making a good comeback. No. <laughs> like, there's a whole bunch of people like, I haven't worn jeans in five months. The, and no. I'm not yeah. going back. The, the, my, yeah. my profile picture where, where I realized I, I truly had lost uh, as much weight as I thought, that uh, I took a, a few weeks ago and I, I put jeans on because it was kind of cool. Um, but still had the flip flops on. But yeah, I mean those things were just hanging off me. So yeah, but I- I'll probably buy new ones eventually. But anyway, Trisec, how's it going tonight, man? Yeah, not too bad. Weird day out there in the great city of Boston, but we're making do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of infuriating stuff going on right now. I understand, and and you know we're we're all processing things to the best of our abilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but I I think maybe I, I kind of saved this because I kind of wanted to get your take on this because I, I, I and we're gonna do the bar stuff last tonight. Um, but I got some audio from Joe Biden. He was asked a question uh, at a it, this was yeah. today. I don't know what you know. He he had you know some kind of campaign event, you know, socially distant camp campaign event of some sort, and he was asked a question about. Trump's handling, you know, about how he said basically Trump is just out there to divide us, which it was in, you know, that sit down, that socially distant uh, conversation with him and Obama. Um, and, uh, and, and he had some really thoughtful things to say. Shocking. Uh, Yeah. Another shocker. Joe Biden's thoughtful on something. Um, and, and this is like a four minute response to this guy's question. And I'll posit it at one point, but I, I want to. But basically, this is him summing up his thoughts on Trump's divisive law and order racist campaign that he's waging. 
and I thought it was it was pretty magnificent. So here's here's uh, the beginning of the clip. You just said that you believe the president is intentionally provoking some of the violence we've seen in these clashes in Portland specifically. But as you may know, the president in his tweets and his campaign and the television ads they're running is warning that if you're president, we would see similar scenes throughout the country. I wonder how you would respond to that. And if you were president right now, what specifically would you be doing to strike the balance between the right to peaceably assemble, but mitigating the kinds of violence and the damage to public property that we're seeing? I'd be using local police as we did when we were in office. When there were riots and there were federal property at stake, we were able to take care of that. We we're able to take care of it by the use of, not what is wide is this obviously, the use of of local police. And the fact is that arsonists should be held accountable. People carrying guns shooting should be held accountable. People who engage in criminal activity should and must be held accountable and taken to trial. But what's happened here is this has just caused such enormous political division. And it's all about being able to, you see some of the ads. You know, you see cities burning, call 911, Biden is, you know, and they have my picture in the background, you know, and if it's, if it's a rape, dial one, if it's, if it's anything else, it's going to take seven days. I mean, come on. That is all about trying to come up with a bizarre law and order 2020 campaign thing to try to scare the devil out of the American people. All right, I'm going to pause it right there. I'm really, really, really happy he addressed the ad. Yeah. Because have mm-hmm. you seen those ads, Try that Trump is running? No, I haven't actually, but sorry, listening to his comments, I can get the gist of it. Yeah. No, I haven't, um, which is actually fairly surprising because, well, no, the primaries are over. Nobody cares about New Hampshire anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah, normally over. we see... Normally, we see all kinds of ads up here mm-hmm. in primary season. CNN, it, it, the, he bought airtime on CNN to, to run it, so it comes up like several times a day. Yeah. Has it been on MSNBC? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Probably even more That's so than when CNN. That's really desperate. That campaign is really desperate. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what happens on our local channels here in Scranton. They will run that ad. And inevitably, right after that ad runs, mm-hmm. Biden's run, ad runs. Good. Wow. Good. It, it, it's amazing. They they run it back to back. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But it, it, so so I, I'm really happy that he addressed this thing head on because it's so it's so evil. And the thing is, uh, try the ad shows a whole bunch of recent like. Uh, you know, uh, you know, people smashing windows and setting things on fire and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's using images of Trump's America to say this is Biden's America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and 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 you know, the, the thing about the ad is it's n- mostly narrated by Sean Hannity, and oh boy. In the ad, Sean Hannity makes a statement that is absolutely demonstrably false. Oh, this is he a different says, one. This is a different one than, than what I've seen. Go ahead. Yeah. Sean Hannity says, and Joe Biden fully embraced defunding police. He oh. says that. He fully no. embraced hmm. defunding police, which is an 
absolute Outright demonstrable lie. lie. When he the first time Joe Biden was asked, "Do you support defunding the police?" He said, "Absolutely not." Period. Well, um, mm. you know, well, I have the I have the uh, Chris Wallace calling him out on that. It might might be time to revisit that. Um, mm-hmm. So, did did you hear mm. the Chris Wallace uh, thing? Uh, try. Of him calling Biden out on the, or no, I've, Trump I've, out I've been out giving tours all day. Yeah. I have very limited access to media while I'm out in the streets. Oh, no, understood, understood. I, I, I just, you know, uh, but uh, I think we we play this last Friday. But, but at least I'm back to work, you know. Yeah, well, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's awesome. No, awesome. But yeah, listen to this because uh, Chris Wallace calls out Trump on on the Biden lie for de- defunding the yeah. police. We focus as well on the explosion yeah. of violence in American cities, the shootings up, the murders up. Here's a clip. You've seen deaths up in New York, deaths up in Chicago, shootings. How do you explain it and what are you going to do about it? I explain it very simply by saying they're Democrat run cities, they're liberally run, they're stupidly run. Democrats have been running cities in this country for decades. Poorly. Why is it so bad right now? Uh, They've run them poorly. It was always bad, but now it's gotten totally out of control. And it's really because they want to defund the police. And Biden wants to defund the police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. It says nothing about defunding the police. Oh, really? It says abolish. It says defund. Let's go. All right. Get me the charter, please. All right. (laughs) <laughs> so that led to a very interesting exchange where he had his staff go out and get the highlights from that 100-page compact that the Biden team and the Trump team, uh, rather the Biden team and the Sanders team had signed, and he went through it uh, and he found a lot of things that he objected to that Biden has agreed to, but he couldn't find any indication because there isn't any that Joe Biden has uh, sought to defund and abolish the police. Yeah, there. <laughs> so, yeah, the, it's, uh, it's been debunked. So there's Biden, that. Biden himself has said, I'm not behind defund. You know, the literal technical without any restrictions. He, Biden himself has said, I, I'm not going to defund the police. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, you know, that was completely just a lie. Oh, no. And he's running ads based on a lie. Um, and and that's why I'm really proud that Biden called it out. Go ahead, Troy. Somebody have TV yeah, that's on good. in the background? Hmm? Somebody have TV on in the background? No, I no. think that's Mrs. Trisick in the kitchen, maybe on the phone. Oh, that's okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but Troy, uh, did you want to say anything else before I get back to the Biden clip? Uh, well, I'm thinking that maybe once again, our uh, differently winged friends have beat us to the punch and have gotten to define something that we believe in. How many times has this happened before? Uh, same-sex marriage that they called gay marriage. Yeah. Uh, climate change that they called global warming. Well, now we want to shift the funding of police, and now it's all of a sudden defund the police. Yeah. Why do they always seem to be ahead of us at this game? Uh, because they're good liars. I, I think that's, you know, that's, n- that's none of this, none of this. I mean, just none of this period. I don't, I mean, <sighs> yeah. What needs to happen in the big picture 
It's not defunding the police. It's actually demilitarizing the police. I live in a city of 80,000 people, city of Waltham, Massachusetts. Do you know we have an ex-military armored car that is part of the Waltham Police Department? Do you use it? The mayor has completely refused to. It is parked in the back of the police uh, parking lot. I have seen it with my own eyes once. Well, I will say to to what you said there, uh, demilitarize the police. Definitely. Amen. Amen. And that's 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 been something that's been said uh, uh, for a long time. There's been a lot of concern about the militarization of the police um, for a very long time, and it's really come to a head with all this. So it's good that you brought the focus back around and and reminded us of that. Yeah, I agree with that, and and I know that. I don't know about you, but Bob and I have had the discussion that the term to fund the police, uh, it might not have been the most savvy of discussion, you know, phrases. However, it sounds too absolute for the simple minded. Yes. However, the the point that I'm going to try to make is that it's actually gotten people to discuss it. Yeah. Um, And and so I'm not in disagreement Mm -hmm. with try about. You know uh, the phraseology. We we on the we on the left do have a problem with it, but yeah. I think and there have been polls actually that majority of Americans understand the idea of defunding the police means defunding all the things that we fund the police for, including things like you know um, getting social workers out there to help somebody who is having you know a yeah. mental health episode. And so yeah. you, can, you can say, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of using that, you know, that the idea of using that phrase is a, it was, was not the best, but it's gotten people to pay attention because defunding the police actually comes down to not just demilitarizing, but also taking, taking you know, the idea. There was an article in, in Waypo this week about a, a, a police officer who Clearly was a police officer. Marine didn't want to deal with a lot of this stuff. He wants to go in and he wants to deal with, you know, under, you know, getting rid of crime and all this stuff. He didn't want to have to deal with going into houses where there's a woman who had to go off of her meds because she was pregnant and she's bipolar. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, any well, thoughts? I, I, I've, oh, go I've got a. I've got a personal connection to some of this defunding the police. We have put so much responsibility on maintaining society on the police department. It literally becomes, who else are you going to call? Just an example from my own lifetime. Oh, I don't know. It was maybe a dozen, 15 years ago. My now deceased father-in-law, he had Alzheimer's. And we, we had to do an intervention and get him out of that house. Mm-hmm. There was nobody else to call. No yeah. social worker was going to come out. No hospital. No ambulance. We called the police. And yeah. they had to take him out of the house, put him in an ambulance, and get him over to a mental health institution. Well, and, and That's it, the stuff that needs to be defunded. The police yeah. shouldn't be doing that. Well, that's, that's the that's reform. That's the reform. And what needs to happen is we need not, ref- not only reform there, but we need government jobs 
that actually train people to do these jobs that don't require somebody to have a gun strapped to them or have a taser or have a, you know, a a drug sniffing dog or a tank or body armor or shields and face masks, you know, batons, none of that shit. You know, I mean, we we need we need a government. We need, you know, good government, not big government, good government. We need, and Kat mentioned this in the chat, and I, I was going to mention this a, a few minutes ago. We need a 9-11 system where when you call 9-11, it, it directs your needs to the appropriate agency. Exactly. Instead of directly police. Yeah. Well, and that's why places like United Way yeah, had no, to step it's just up. The police that show up. Yeah, United Way had to step up, and that's why there's two on one because there, there's all kinds of health and human resources. Um, you know, the, where Susan used to work work for that, but you know, that's that's not even the government. That's a private company. You know, yeah. it, that's a mm. private a private yeah. charity that links to other private charities who are doing things that the government should be doing. We're paying damn good money to make sure that people don't go hungry and die in this country, or you know they don't go untreated for for, for um, you know mental or physical ailments. And no, but we got to buy tanks for cops. That's fucking stupid, you know. So, uh, but anyway, Joe, let's get your thoughts before we get back to the yeah. Biden clip. We got a lot more audio here. Yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. I mean, uh, obviously, what they're talking about. When they say defund, they're talking about reallocating uh, uh, assets to areas that are better equipped to handle certain situations. In other words, you don't have to have a person with a gun every time somebody calls for some public safety problem. Exactly. Sometimes it takes a person with an education in that particular field, not a gun. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, all right, back to uh, Biden responding to uh, Trump's uh, bullshit racist law and order campaign. And what's happened is it has just, look, Mike, um, when the president decided he had to walk across from the White House to a group of peaceful demonstrators, to an Episcopal church to hold a Bible upside down, which I don't know how often he reads. Oh! Um, and he used the military to do that. Did you ever think you'd see a chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff apologizing to the nation for participating in that? Did you ever see, think you'd see four former Chiefs of Staff talk about how everything is about dividing the country? That wasn't about being able to walk across and hold up the Bible. That wasn't about the church burning or being burned. It was about, as his own people said, his own own commander. It was about dividing the country, preying on it. When you have a president who, in the, almost the same day, the state of Mississippi takes the Confederate flag off of their flag, and he's defending the Confederate flag, and it's just a matter of heritage, and why is it still being flown or something to that effect at NASCAR? And why things are down? This is about division. This is about trying to split the country. And so far, thank God, the American people aren't having any of it. Over 70% of the people in the country thinking the protesters that 
that would you ever think you'd see 70% of the people saying Black Lives Matter? Because they see what happens. And they're not buying onto this racial division. That's what he's done from the very beginning. As you've heard me say, coming down an escalator today, and now says he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists and judges. I mean, this is. So, Mike, I don't think you need to do that, but I think we do need to hold those who violate the law accountable. You should never let what's done in a march for equal rights overcome what the reason for the march is. And that's what these folks are doing. And they should be arrested, found, arrested, and tried. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. Yes. Not the most eloquent thing, but, I mean, down to it, that point, you should never, you know, let what happens in a march override what the march is about. You know, yeah, some asshole opportunists, whatever their motivation is, smash up a building, burn it down. We we, we had two fat white kids from Erie, Pennsylvania. Thanks, Joe. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, we had two, two fat white kids truck their fat ass, their lard asses into Cleveland, texting each other back together, once in a lifetime opportunity to smash out windows of businesses in Cleveland. You know, and they fucking got arrested. I, I um, in my blog yesterday, I talked about how suddenly, suddenly, out of the clear blue, Baltimore is now experiencing violence, and and um, today, we learned that there was riots in Richmond, Virginia. They arrested the motherfuckers, <laughs> or they're investigating them. Uh, they are white nationalists who have infiltrated Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, we talked about this on the show a couple of, I think, well, at this point, it's a couple of months ago. There was a guy in, in Minneapolis who was wearing a big gas mask and had an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Umbrella man. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is actually a white nationalist from a, yeah. a bike gang. The auto zone so, guy, right? Yeah, so we really need to be very, very aware of of infiltrators, agent provocateurs mm-hmm. in these peaceful protests. I have no doubt that that's. Mm. I mean, Portland is is a whole nother animal. Yeah. But the fact that 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 they're starting to see an uptick of violence in Black Lives Matter protests yeah. in Baltimore should be a big tell for anybody. Well, we've got because nobody gives a yeah, shit about we got, Baltimore. We got agent provocateurs, agent provocateurs for sure. Agents provocateur, I suppose. Um, agents provocateur. We have those yeah. who who are are, are right wingers, Nazis, clan, white nationalists, whatever. We also have dumb fucking suburban kids who are like, yeah, let's just go do it. It's gonna be awesome. I want to smash shit. You know. Yeah. We we have, yeah. and then we have people who live in underserved, impoverished areas, who will say, we're going to go, and we're, there's going to be a lot of people there, and they're never going to catch us if we start smashing out windows and taking shit. Yes. That we, that we can resell to survive. I would survive. say the latter is the lesser of the three. 
That's I, I concur. I concur. You know, it's it's not a huge thing, but that's the thing. There are opportunists for different reasons, and I'm not trying to smear people in impoverished areas for all being desperate to steal things. That's not the case at all. That's why I but brought up Baltimore. It, it is it is important to remember that there are people that are so desperate to stay afloat in this world that don't have support networks. When they see something like this, they're like, you know what? That big business is going to survive. I may not. Mm-hmm. And then there's just greedy assholes who want to steal shit. I mean, I used to catch shoplifters all the time when I was in retail. So the, all, the, bigger, all, the bigger point is, know. is that white nationalists are, especially now, yeah, especially now that we have such a large portion of white America acknowledging and embracing Black Lives Matter. Yeah, white nationalists and and the Bugaloo Boys and all these yes. awful awful people. This is their moment to say, yeah, I'm white. We're going to just, and we're can, also going to smear I, this movement. Yeah, I can, I can pass as a BLM supporter. Yeah, exactly. And, the, the, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think all very good points, but we do have to get going to the break. We got the Green News Report coming up. But you know what? I am getting a lot of messages about our listeners right now about different things they've been invited to uh to present, host, and uh, you know, throw out opening balls and pitches and things like that. So many Aww, messages. So you guys, you guys are probably getting those messages too. So let's tell everybody what they're what they're uh, going to be doing uh, later this year, right, Joe? Yeah, I think we should invite them to uh, to open something. Yes, this a, year a, a grand opening. Yes, a grand so. uh, yes yeah, somewhere. Uh, yes. So uh, so anyway, we're we're gonna let everybody know all the messages that we're getting in. Very official, definitely the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, for specific for, people in the chat, for very specific people in the chat, yes, it's yes, it's yes, hundred yes. percent accurate information that we're getting. Accurate, mm-hmm. yes, so good. This is no lie. This uh, is not so, that's so no. good. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, we're gonna go to the break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after the Green News Report. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay. It's Tuesday, July 28, 2020. Two hurricanes hitting two states over just one weekend. California plugs in the world's largest battery. Shocking. Plus, the fight is nowhere near over. Trump administration takes major step toward approving Alaska's controversial pebble mine. All of those rocky roads and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. What sells Alaska's seafood in general is that it comes from the pristine waters of Alaska. And how can you say that when you've got the world's largest open pit mine up in your headwaters of your largest salmon fishery? Well, I guess you can't. Don't worry, Alaskan fishermen. Ivanka Trump's got a website for you. Findsomethingnew.org. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Dorian, just a few days ago on our previous GNR, you were warning that the seventh named hurricane of the season, Gonzalo, was forming in the Atlantic Ocean. 
now it's gone. <laughs> yes. So you were wrong about hurricanes. <laughs> no. In fact, everything is escalating quite quickly. Just a day after Tropical Storm Gonzalo made history as the earliest ever G-named storm in an Atlantic hurricane season, Hurricane Hannah spun up in less than 24 hours. Where'd that come from? Exactly. And quickly made landfall on the southern Texas Gulf Coast on Saturday, a region that is already struggling with a very serious COVID-19 outbreak. And the last thing they need is a hurricane bringing flooding, widespread damage, power losses, and more strain on healthcare facilities. And it's still only July. Exactly. Hannah is the first actual hurricane of 2020 and also made history as the earliest eighth named Atlantic storm ever recorded, which we normally don't see until mid or late September. The Atlantic and the Gulf of Mexico are both unusually warm right now, and that is fueling this rapid string of storms. Over in the Pacific, Hawaii got a close brush from Hurricane Douglas over the weekend. Douglas also has made extreme weather history. According to the National Hurricane Center, no hurricane on record has ever tracked so close to the island of Oahu. Douglas is the seventh hurricane to seriously threaten the Hawaiian islands in the past seven years, which previously had only seen five hurricanes in 60 years since 1950. It's almost as if something is going on here. (laughs) Indeed, as climate scientists have been warning, as man-made global warming accelerates, the waters of the Pacific and the Atlantic are warming, pushing past the threshold where hurricanes are likely to form and grow. Hurricanes in Hawaii used to be a once-in-a-decade thing, maybe, and now it's almost annual. Meanwhile, in Alaska, the Trump administration and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has issued its final environmental impact statement for the controversial Pebble Mine, a truly massive proposed copper and gold mine that would be the largest in North America. The Corps concluded that the mine would not pose serious environmental risks. That is a sharp reversal from findings by the Obama administration's Environmental Protection Agency, which found that the mine's construction, operations, and toxic waste would permanently harm the pristine watershed of Bristol Bay, home to the world's largest salmon fishery. A broad coalition of Alaska native tribes, commercial fishing, and sport fishing groups have been trying to stop the pebble mine for nearly 20 years because of the environmental damage that it would cause if developed. And that includes the threat of a catastrophic failure of a planned massive tailings dam where the mine's toxic mining waste would be stored high above the bay in perpetuity in earthquake country. You know, I, I got to say, between Trump opening up Anwar for oil drilling and giving approval to the Pebble Mine, Alaska voted for Donald Trump in 2016. Are they going to do it again in 2020? Really? That's an excellent question. Nellie Williams of the outdoor recreation group Trout Unlimited in an interview with KTUU in Anchorage underscored the necessity of keeping Bristol Bay pristine. That thriving fishery supports a thriving community and thriving industry and thriving businesses and a thriving economy. And, you know, that's all we have to do is, is keep it intact and it will keep giving the state for a long time. The final environmental impact statement is not the final word. The coalition of residents and national environmental groups plan to challenge the permit in court, and the next administration could block it once again 
if Democrats win the White House in November. Pebble Mine is just one of several polluting infrastructure projects that could change depending on the outcome of the 2020 presidential election and control of the Senate. It's as if there's a lot at stake on November 3rd. Finally, there is some good news. Southern California has now connected the largest battery in the nation to its electric grid. The 250 megawatt Gateway Energy Storage Project in San Diego County will come online in August, storing zero carbon energy from wind and solar projects to stabilize the state's grid against brownouts. It will be the largest battery storage system in the world, but only for a few years until the next larger energy storage projects come online. And they are coming. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com. Robot. 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 Robot! This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Yeah. Oh, shit. So loud. <laughs> Ah, oh, I got an itchy uh, trigger finger there for my uh, volume knob. Uh, always oh. fiddling with my knob over here. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> oh my. So That's good. so good. Hello, Wildcats. Hello, Wildcats. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Real quick uh, programming note. Uh, we had our debut episode of Geeky Gals and Guys with uh, me, the Suze, Miles, Michelle, and Curtis uh, last uh, Sunday. And it went off without a hitch. We had a really good time. Very uh, diverse topics for people. Uh, And, hey, you don't want to miss it. I told everybody how to play the Super Friends drinking game. A 20-year-old drinking game on on a website that still exists in in almost its same form. (laughs) Like it was built with Netscape. (laughs) So... Anyway, uh, yeah, so check out Geeky Gals and Guys uh, every Sunday at 7, uh, the 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. We're going to have lots of special guests coming up. We're going to have some top 10 list shows coming up, which is going to be awesome. Going to be doing, like, top 10 Star Trek episodes. Joe, maybe um, we'll, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll get uh, uh, top 10 Star Wars characters for Ooh. Try. And, you know, thinking about doing, uh, you know... Lots of top ten lists, you know. I mean, uh, 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 top ten kiss songs. I was thinking about doing top twenty, but I think we'll we'll narrow down to top ten because I know Curtis and Cat and Joey Word want to do that. You know, lots of things, lots of things like that. Top ten '80s songs. Maybe we could get Rain in on that one. So and Bobber. So that could could be a possibility. Yeah. So you know, I you know, I I I would love to see on that one. Early child of the '80s. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I'd love it. I know you're a big Prince fan too, right? Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Prince on my trolley all day. 
Of course, the problem with that is you never know if a Prince song is going to be tour appropriate. <laughs> True. Uh, something about masturbating with a magazine. What? Um, so. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that threw the PMRC into a tizzy, but Prince never even dignified them with a response. So anyway, um, yeah, welcome back, darling Nickies. Um, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Top 10 Office episodes. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Nerd! Yeah. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Swamp. Welcome back. Hi! And Trisec from the greater Boston area, Mr. Tour King. Uh, Ask about Tuesdays on Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. Good evening. All right. So, Joe, I should introduce you last, but it's time. Uh, shall, we, shall we do a little Scranton party for everybody and do some name calling? Ain't no party like a Scranton party. All right. Here we go. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clown? Ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Man, let's give out some uh, totally legit uh, openings and uh, honors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go over to Chatango first. Sure. And uh, we'll start with uh, the bees. Bobber. Oh, Rain, do you, do you have one for Bobber? I'm sure he has a favorite team he'd like to do something for. Rain? Rain. Okay, I was literally reading an article. What are we giving away? What? Okay. We're doing, um, you know how we've been lying, uh, telling the total truth about different openings and things like that we've been doing? Oh, oh We've been getting okay. messages about our listeners. Bob has been asked to throw out the opening pitch for the... Um, Portland uh, gynecologist. Oh, okay. That sounds exciting. It's, that does not sound exciting. And that's I one to grow on. Mm, one to grow on. No, that okay. was really kind of offensive. I apologize. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> next is Foxfire. Uh, I, I say somebody uh, uh, take Foxfire because I got a couple people in mind that I, I want to. Uh, Okay. Award something to go uh, ahead. Foxfire, um, I I got an invite for Foxfire to mm -hmm. cut the ribbon at the first Walmart for normal people. <laughs> what? Where is that? <laughs> All right, I got another question. How is there, does that fit in with the ADA? Is Act? that in like normal Illinois? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. and it's in Abbey Normal, Michigan. 
<laughs> All right. Keep it up. It's going to be in Munich, Germany. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was Foxfire. Okay. Heather. Heather's next. Go ahead, try. All right. Heather gets to be the final judge in the best swastika mask competition. Oh, no, 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 no. That's terrible. That is, this is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. It's terrible. Just terrible. But it's definitely not a lie because he got the email about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, next? next is a cat. Cat, cat is gonna throw out the first puck for the first puck. game of the International Hockey Boys sports team. What? <laughs> what, is <that? laughs> what is that? The International Hockey Boys sports team. You don't know them? God, stupid. God, don't <laughs> God, stupid. Uh, I was gonna have her drop the first puck in the nineteen eighty. USSR versus USA Olympics. Oh, okay. Put wow. it right in the TARDIS and send her back. Yeah. But, okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but I like the, the, the international hockey boys. Whatever yeah. the fuck that was. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, we're right, the hockey boys, boys, eh? Yeah. Hi, uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's oh Kenny Pick is next. It's you. Oh, okay. What do I Rain. get to do? Right. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. 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 Kenny gets to have um a coat. Kenny gets to have a covetini at the opening of the Kofefi Derby with Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want oh. that. So hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Okay>. No. <laughs> It's not cool. And next is Ken Senior. I got this right, one. Well, hi, you can Dad. Serve it. Hi, hi, Dad. Uh, you, Dad, have been. Uh, uh, you actually have been in, uh, invited to perform Wild Thing. Oh God! <laughs> I'll give oh. you guitar lessons. Wild Thing uh, at the the first uh, Cleveland Spiders game. Oh my God! Where is that? <laughs> I want okay. the I want the Cleveland Spiders. I'll become a baseball fan if the our team is named the Cleveland Spiders. I love that movie. So, so Dad, okay. uh, get ready to get some calluses on your fingers. You're gonna be playing Wild Thing. Uh oh. You're gonna okay. make. I'm next. Gonna make your heart sing. Me. Who wants Go to on. give me a grand? Joe? Joe, yeah. you were asked to throw the first pitch. Mm -hmm. Please let it be the Yankees. Well, I, I was going to say it at the Red Sox home game versus the Yankees. Okay. All right. Okay, that would be at Fenway Park. I'd be wearing a Yankee hat. I've had a tomato thrown at me. <laughs> I've had a tomato thrown at me at the Boston Market while I was watching through the Boston Market when I was wearing a Yankee hat. A tomato? I, for the life of me, can't figure out why. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking through the Boston Market one day and uh, with my Yankee hat, and somebody flung a tomato at me. Oh. A dad. Not, not, yeah. And that's one to grow on. Well, yeah, so, that, uh, that certainly is one to grow on. Right and there. that's yeah. one to grow on. Thank you, Jason Bateman. 
Uh, and uh, Dad says yes, he definitely likes that uh, idea of doing wild thing for the Cleveland Spiders game. And Cat wow. says, Cat says whatever sports puck ball thing you said. She said, uh, hey, I could have done that when I was eight. No TARDIS needed. And cute kid factor times 100. Oh, oh okay. Fun. Okay. Uh, meow Goodness is next. Uh, meow. Uh, All goodness. right. Take it away, Try. All right. We'll stick with baseball. Meow gets to throw out the first cold, soggy Fenway Frank at the first Red Sox win of the year, whenever that may be. And he can if do it. Red Sox game. <laughs> and he can do it in his birthday suit. Uh huh. Oh. So. Oh, hello. He, he likes going on on oh natural. So. Meow. Okay. Next is President. Oh, Prez! I'll tell you what. You've been chosen to replace Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. Prez. Yeah. I'm impressed. I got the email from the Hollywood elitists. And wow. you will be you will be Iron Man's new secret identity. Uh not Tony Stark, but uh Maloney Blark. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, <laughs> next is Rain Rain. I Rain. Well, I think Rain or Try should uh, give a crack at this here. Well, I'm not going to crack it myself. All right, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. We'll stick with some Boston sporting events. We'll go to the head of the Charles Regatta, a rowing event that takes place in October every year, except this one. And you get to drop the anchor on the first crude eight to cross the finish line. Oh, well, that's that's lovely. Right? Uh, maybe. No, I mean, you're standing on the BU bridge and you drop a literal anchor on the crew date as they go by. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Maybe not so lovely. <laughs> okay, next is Theo. Uh, Theo. Uh, you go ahead for Theo. Uh, Joe. Me? Yeah, yeah. Um, Theo. Theo. Um, he's going to cut the ribbon at the new Scranton Popeyes organization. <laughs> a Popeyes organization. A Popeyes organization. Oh, you don't yes, say. Brand new, spanking new. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, uh huh. All right, very, very good. I might have a new angle on on how we're gonna uh, what I'm gonna. Um, oh dear God! Okay, um, Trisec is next. I have something for Tri. Oh, oh dear. Okay. I have oh, something boy. for Tri. He's gonna cut the ribbon at the first Boston Boston banana cream pie store. No such store would ever open in the city, just so you're aware. <laughs> uh, but uh, if they did, you'll get to cut the ribbon. I, I, you know what? I, I say um, you don't get to cut the ribbon. You actually get to throw the Molotov cocktail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Even better. Uh, All right. Who, the ribbon with my machete. Yeah, well, there you go. Who, who's next? Okay. 
Okay, we're we're done with Chat Tangle, by the way. We're over oh. at uh, oh. at. Did we did we get Clinster or is Clinster in Discord? He's in Discord, so okay. we'll get to him. But we're gonna do. I'm claiming. The, I'm claiming Clinster. We're gonna do the hosts first. We're gonna do Adam. All right. Well, Adam, uh, he uh, he's been invited to be the. Uh, the mascot, uh, the replacement mascot for Delta State University, uh, fighting okra. You get to be fighting okra <laughs> for Delta State University. Um, that's a real thing. But yes, yeah, so you've been invited. I got the official email. You get to wear a giant fighting okra costume. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That sounds. I want to cook that. I looked up the thirty worst sports mascots, and I'm I'm running with it. <laughs> Isn't there a team with banana slugs? Uh, <laughs> who knows? I hope fresh not. out of the pie. Uh, I, uh, yeah, okay. actually, that's number one on the list. <laughs> oh, here here's one for Kenny. Go. Trojan okay. rabbit. Oh, Trojan rabbit. Yeah. Um, okay. You have been invited to do a stunning vocal rendition. Don't tell me. Brave Sir Robin oh. in King Arthur's Courts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. The Broadway I, production. I the, okay. Sure. Spamalot. Spamalot. Brave Sir Robin. Spam-a-lot. There you go. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Pray, 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 Sir He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a bowl, or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken, to have his kneecaps split and his body burned away, and his limbs all hacked and mangled, pray, Sir his head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unflattened and his nostrils strength and his bosom burnt off and his blood means that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Don't save penis in this house! <laughs> okay, next is Caitlin Chris. I actually watched that yesterday. <laughs> oh, nice! Nice. So, Caitlin Chris. Caitlin, Caitlin Chris. Chris. All right. Uh, who's got something for Caitlin Chris? Unless uh, unless she uh, wants to be a banana slug mascot for uh, California uh, Santa. Uh, I you can, I can, but a really deep disaster geek here. Okay. Let's go to. Let's go back on board the Titanic, and we'll borrow from Walter Lord and a night to remember, and we will set you up as final arbiter on everything that happened on the incredible night the Titanic went down. Wow. Super dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Glub, glub, glub. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, who's up next? Clinster. I uh, got Clint- Clinster. Clint. Oh, you got Clint. Go ahead. Nope. I got Clinster. Go. Clinster, you have been nominated to replace the Atlanta Braves mascot. Formerly known as Chief Nakahoma, they're mm. going to bring you back, and they're going to call you Clinsta Nakahoma. Oh, okay. There you go. Sports mm. reference. And in case anybody didn't know, Chief Nakahoma mm-hmm. was a big old alcoholic. Oh, I did. Google him. Go to a Google mm. church. Yes. 
So Glenn's okay. yours. Go do a Google Glenn's just going to be going to Oklahoma. No chief from Oklahoma. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Ooh, Next we have Jaded Faye. Jaded Faye, you get to be the replacement mascot for Orlando Magic. Stuff. 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 Stuff is some kind of weird, fucked up looking dragon with like pink things and dealy bobs with stars and blue hair and green fur and pink wings. It's weird. <laughs> stuff. All right. Who's next? Uh, okay. <clears throat> next is uh, Living on Long Island. All right. Who's got Living? Living? Ooh, pick uh, me, pick me, pick me. Go, oh, go. Sure. All right, Living, Living, you're going to Disney World. You are going to become Disney's latest character sensation. It is Mickey Long Island. Oh, Long Island. oh wow. So it, that's, it, that's basically like Mickey Mouse with his penis hanging out. Don't say oh, penis in this house! Oh. <laughs> oh. Doesn't Long Island have enough problems? Oh. 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 I just had to get that. I had to get the, the P word in there for him. So. By the way, it seems like Livin's it seems like Livin's uh, cataract cigarette. surgery went good today. So yay, yay. Livin! Yay! We're very excited about that. So all right, okay. we got we got our we're up against the clock. Mo yeah, we're up against the clock here. Moon Mare. Uh, I Moon Mare. Mare. Go ahead. Moon Mare, you get you get to cut the ribbon at the new Disney Epcot COVID. <gasps> oh. Oh God, that's awful too. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes, you don't have to wear a mask there. Oh my gosh. And there's no social distancing. Oh, okay. Jeez. Fun. Okay. Uh, next we have Morty. Uh, Morty, uh, you get Is that to be. Mort? El uh, no, no. Uh, also, I think that means they they have a little sleep symbol by them, so I don't think they're actually listening, but. Uh, we'll throw it out there, Morty. Oh, well, then, then Morty gets he gets he got invited. Got... Actually, he told me that he was invited to Trump's inaugural campaign as oh. the keynote speaker. All right, very good. I'll take the next one. Go ahead, Joe. Wow, all right, Nightbird, Nightbird, Nightbird. You get to be Southern uh, or, or South End United's uh, Elvis J. Eel. You're going to be the replacement mascot. Just got it over the oh. wires. It's an eel wow. with an Elvis. That's an haircut. invitation. Elvis okay, next J. is Olo. Scoopster. Oh. What do you got for Olo? Uh, um, try? I got nothing for him. Uh, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. All right. Hmm? Yay that he's getting better, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the picture. All right, awesome. Scoopster. I'm sorry the official Goodwill Ambassador to Providence is already taken, so you will become the Goodwill Ambassador to Fall River, Massachusetts. <laughs> Okay. What? I, what? I think it's good. <laughs> Trust me, that? what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Okay. And last but not least, Von Halen? No, Hammer. Von Hammer. Von Hammer uh, actually has been asked to replace all the singers of Van Halen 
<laughs> so it's going to be Vaughn. It's going to be Van Hammer or Vaughn Halen. You choose. Uh, the you know, just it won't be Van Hagar anymore for sure. And not sure. Did we have any? Jamp? What's that? Is the new song the new hit going to become like Jamp? Halen. Jamp. It's going to be Jamp. <laughs> Go ahead and Jamp. Might as well Jamp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that. And uh, that's what jamps are made of as well. Uh, that's so. what jamps are made of. All right. And that that's is it. our name calling for this evening. Yeah. If there's any birthdays, let us know over the break. Uh, we'll we'll address them when we come back, and then we'll see what Well, there's time. mine on Thursday. Ooh. Who cares? No, no, nobody no. likes me. Oh, that's right. Nobody likes that me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nobody likes me, so no. why would you give me a birthday? That's why, vote? Joe, you've got such low approval ratings. And by the way, pre- President, yeah. thank you for sharing uh, Winnie the Pud in the uh, in the Discord. <laughs> we need the pudophile. Uh, there you go. But yeah, oh, so we'll give disgusting. Joe we'll give Joe his birthday boner when we come back and let us know if there's any birthdays or anniversaries, and we'll uh, do that uh, for the top of the hour uh, in the interim break time. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Hi there, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night and Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You're listening to Radio for Humans, and that makes you a really good person. I am a human being. Radioforhumans.com Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of a crisis. We couldn't get the fucking refrigerator door to shut. Ugh. Something is weird with our refrigerator door. Anyway, and that's awful to have in a heat wave right now. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, turn up the night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans Worldwide. Joining me, as always, on the program, Trisec. Welcome back, sir. Good evening. Uh, good evening to you. Uh, fine, sir. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back. Great news. Oh, for people with bad auto credit? (laughs) Or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I've been asked to drive the limousine that takes Trump out of the White House. 
And you know what? What? I wasn't, but I'll be there too. I wanted you as my co-pilot. I'll. uh, Maybe I could do the maintenance on on Marine One when he flies out. I want you to ride bumper on the back like the Secret Service. Uh, Yeah, Rain. I I think you should pick your own job. Uh, I was thinking riding on the bumper too. That's good. What's your job for? I just, I just, I just came back. I was a little late. What, what jobs are we talking about? uh, uh, Good news. Joe has been offered to drive the the limo of uh, driving uh, Trump out of the White House when he loses the election. And I'm I'm gonna be oh. his wingman, and uh, and Trisec is gonna do maintenance on uh, Air Force One, <laughs> yeah. oh. or Marine One. Oh, okay. I I think I I I'm gonna give myself an even bigger job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the person who's in charge of tearing up every damn road that leads to Joint Base Andrews, so he can't escape. Because if Trisec is gonna maintain Marine One. We need somebody to make sure that um, Air Force One can't get out. So, disable the planes, the helicopters, and make sure that nobody can get out via the road. Just cut the wings off. So, (laughs) clip his his wings. Yeah. All right. Uh, So, (laughs) I dig it. I dig it. So, um,. All right. Well, today was was uh, a day for the lawless to be heard. Barr, Attorney General Barr, was in a congressional hearing today to find out about just how how much of a filthy animal he is, uh, filthy criminal animal, uh, bootlicker for Trump, and uh, how much the filthy bootlickers for Trump. Will or how how far they will go to distort the truth and defend Barr his, from criticism? Um, I I I, I want to interrupt you because he's not just a bootlicker. He licked so much that his tongue was really kind of orange. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I I actually oh, yeah. commented. I think uh, Jim Jordan. Uh, you know, uh, climbed so far up into Barr's asshole uh, in colon today that you know he could tell he could tell you what he had for lunch last month. So it's like Jim Jordan's like, I think I found some corn. Um, <laughs> corn? When did I eat corn? Is that gum? Mmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh nope, that's a polyp. Uh, that's yeah. a polyp. Oh my god! Uh, oh, don't bite it. Uh, <laughs> don't bite that. God. Oh, oh my no, god! That's, uh, uh, yeah. that's not free gum. Yeah. Oh no. my god! Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I hope you that's know, that's not diverticulitis over there because you're gonna fall through. I think he found you know a milk. I, mean? I think he found a milkshake up in there too. I I watched. I watched. I was painting this afternoon. I watched a lot of this today. I drink it up. Oh, watch out a shark. Watch out, Jim. That's a shark. That's a future shark coming. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, you watched some of this today, Ren. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was in the studio. I was painting, and it was just, I watched a lot of it, and it was like, I, I, there, there is so much. I don't know how much we have, but there was literally so much that he said that was jaw-dropping that Bob was, and, and, Ken, you've been Eight to our clips. house. So you know the studio. You know where Bob's office is. Yeah. You know, we go down to... He heard me yelling, Oh my fucking God! At least four times. I have eight clips. <laughs> eight clips. 
Uh, I could have gotten more, but it was such so wide-ranging. And first of all, uh, you filthy pig criminal bar. Mm-hmm. Keep John Lewis's name out of your mouth. Thank you. Thank you. He Thank was you. arrested 40 times by fat pigs like you. Mm-hmm. Over his career. And you're doing the same thing to the future generation of leaders. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even the older generation. I mean, you, you see what they did to that 70-year-old uh, photographer, a uh, Vietnam vet? Uh, yes. Pepper sprayed him directly in the yeah, face. Yeah, You know? I mean, you, you bar, you fucking buffet uh, slug. Um, He's got the all-you-can-eat at Golden Corral. I want to take a break. I'm hungry. Um. Yeah. Okay. You hog. You man hog. Don't ever fucking say John Lewis's name again. On behalf of the Department of Justice, I want to pay my respects uh, to your colleague, Congressman John Lewis, and indomitable champion of civil rights and the rule of law. I think it is especially important to remember today that he pursued his cause passionately and successfully mm-hmm. with unwavering mm-hmm. commitment to nonviolence. And thugs like you ordered your lackey mm-hmm. thugs to nearly beat him to death. And if I recall correctly, the right wing back then uh, tagged SNCC uh, a terrorist group. Yes. Yes, they did. Okay, so... so. Um, Let's not have revisionist history. Oh, we all love Martin Luther King all of a sudden, and we all love SNCC. But we forget about what their perception was back when I was in high school. SNCC was a dirty word. Okay. And so was Martin Luther King, Joe. I'm sure you remember that because I read my history. I I remember that that Martin Luther King was was sort of a heroic figure in, in... when I was but growing I, up, but 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 your Snick mom, and your mom, Malcolm Malcolm yeah. X, and all those people were considered terrorists. Yes. Okay. And, and you, now you grew up in a different household than most households, if I remember correctly, Joe. Well, I grew up in a liberal household. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's <clears> what I'm getting at. Well, well, well here's here, here's another important thing here too, is. All of a sudden, Martin Luther King Jr. became a positive thing for mm-hmm. conservatives mm-hmm. over the last decade or so. But I don't know how many people you've heard make these jokes because there are Martin Luther King boulevards, drives, avenue, whatever, all across the country. Mm-hmm. And I've heard so many racist remarks about, oh, yeah, they name, they name streets and ghettos MLK. Uh, whatever, or, or, you know, oh, don't drive down that, or, you know, you'll you'll get carjacked, or, you know, bullshit like that. So, it's like, which is it? Do you, do you think that, you know, you're just gonna make racist smears? Or, that, that I mean, there was a huge movement, too, to d- completely smear him, defame all the positive work he did, because, you know, he had an affair, or he, he was accused mm-hmm. of being a sexual predator, or whatever. You know, nothing mm-hmm. that has ever been confirmed. Do you remember all that? Mm-hmm. You know, Oh, J. Edgar Hoover made a career out of going after a- after uh, the extramarital affairs of Martin Luther King Jr. 
he he made a career out of of trying to smear Martin Luther King. But in recent history, <clears throat> a bunch of right wingers were were like, "Oh, he was a rapist. He was a rapist." You know, I mean, I, I even yeah, saw conspiracy theories about him being a pedophile. What's that? Except when they want to claim him to be a Republican. When exactly. Exactly. So, you know, uh, so yeah, Barr, you can shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, live it, live it on the I want to go live, back to something. You know, well, when just real, said, real quick from the chat, Livin says uh, they called MLK a dirty commie. Go ahead. They did. They did. That's, that's, they, they yeah. called him a lot. I mean, the Kennedys didn't like him. The Kennedys were really yeah. wary of Martin Luther King. But going back to Barr, he literally said, your colleague, as opposed to an American colleague. He literally said, your colleague, to the Democrats about John Lewis. John Lewis is a goddamn American hero. Yeah. He's not our colleague as a Democrat. Yeah. He is an American hero. Yeah, to, to just be there. so reductive, just to be so reductive, your colleague, wow, you know, like he's just a co-worker, yep. yeah, yes. asshole. I, I, I yep. took offense to that. Oh. So. Understood. Go ahead, Try. Well, that, that kind of brings up a point I wanted to make about the president. Let's just forget for one second that it was John Lewis. He didn't even have the common decency to show up to a memorial service for a sitting representative. Never well, mind that it was from John Lewis. my understanding is he was not welcome. I I heard you that know, he yeah, was then told to go and tweet about it or whatever he said. I have no plans on attending. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you, sir. With all due respect, fuck you. Oh, see, you give him. I try. See, this is why I love try. With all due respect, I don't give him respect. First off, I didn't want him there. Second off. He really could have just said, I don't feel like I am welcome. He could have said something diplomatic about why he isn't yeah, going to no, be he, there. The same, the same, but, but you know what, try, he could have done the same thing as he did with, I, I can't show up to the Yankees, you know, pitch because yeah. I have to deal with COVID. He could have used that same damn excuse. I mean, exactly. I think everybody well, knows he would not have been welcome. But you know, we all have to die sometime, and when President Trump is the one in the box, I sure <coughs> hope that all our living presidents come out as one and say, I have no plans to attend. It would make my heart sing. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, take a leak. But they won't do it, because all the <laughs> men that have preceded him have honor and decency and a sense of decorum and respect for the office. I'll They'll tell go. you what, unless I, I Trump is very... unless saying that he actually said, I feel bad, you know, I, I, I give Will... Uh, good wishes to Jelaine Maxwell, and all he could say was, "No, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go to yep. John Lewis." Yep. Yep. If if anybody has any question about whether or not he's a damn racist and a white yeah, nationalist, that's it. that should tell you. And it's right uh, there, and a sexual predator. Yes. Yeah. So, but I'll, I'll tell you what: if Trump has a public uh, grave after he's dead, I guarantee you. 
the pH level in that soil is going to be so fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the methane emissions and the. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are. We're going to invent new kinds of fecal waste and uh, urine. To oh, put on but there. he's going to have the greenest grass on that. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. be green. It's going to be lush. It's going to yeah. be lush. Uh, I can see them. Yeah. I can see them totally closing off the area, and then suddenly, oh, drones. Yeah, drones, oh, drones, drones, drones dro- dropping orange <laughs> chrysanthemums. <Yep>. Um, you know, <laughs> wait till the fall, we'll drop the mums. Um, <laughs> anyway, let, let's get to a couple more. And of then these. at Thanksgiving, we'll drop the turkeys. Oh, yeah, and for the, oh, for the love of God, he's such a racist, he's a white supremacist. I uh, swear, I thought turkeys could fly. Oh no! Yeah, I mean seriously, <laughs> I, I I thought I thought they could too. If you know. God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's get back to some of the bar audio. Uh, this is uh, th- this is these are all relatively short clips. There's only a couple uh, longer ones. Uh, but this is a uh, uh, bar refuses to discuss uh, with with Jerry Nadler. If he will, uh, uh, if the, he'll deploy more federal agents uh, or, or, or you know federal law enforcement uh, around the country in the lead up to the election, have you discussed the current or future em- deployment of federal law enforcement? Well, as I say, I'm not going to get into my discussions with the president, but I've made it clear that I would like to pick the cities based on law enforcement need and based on neutral criteria. So, but you, you can't tell oh, me whether you no. discussed. No, I'm not going to discuss what I discussed with the president. Can you? What? What? He's you shouldn't be discussing this with the president right now. You should be telling the American people what your agenda is. Thank you. You serve us, He's asshole. Supposed to be independent of the office of the president. I'm not gonna tell you what I talked to whisper in Donnie's butthole. I'm not gonna tell you where Donnie touched me in the bad place. I thought it was a good place. Um. There's Seriously, a what a fucking monster. Here. What a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know. And, and There's only one, uh, one attorney ahead. general that comes to mind in my lifetime was John Mitchell. And he ended up in prison. Yeah. And this one should too. Was Mitchell worse than him? Because no, Mitchell was, Mitchell was Mitchell was Mitchell was uh, was bar. I mean, he what did Mitchell do? He he lied about Nixon's involvement in Watergate. Okay, he lied yeah. to Congress and he went to prison. Yeah. Okay, yeah. for his for cover for his role in the cover up. Okay, Barr is doing exactly the same thing. We need to take back the Senate, man. Uh, oh yeah. Um. What we need to do is when Barr's out of office, we need to stop this shit about we're not going to go and we're going to go forward and not backward. We Barr should be prosecuted. I hope to God Justice Department. I hope to God it happens. Uh, but you know, you know, these guys always get away with this shit, and that's why they that's why they go into it. Yeah, that's why they go into it because they know they can. It, the more power they get, the more illegal, wretched bullshit they can get away with. You know. Uh, 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 more for me, less for thee. 
Um, and uh, and Cat's right. Barr is a living turd, but we've known that since he supported uh, the pardons of uh, the Iran Contra scumbags. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, he's just become more emboldened. Let, let's let's listen to this one. You you want to see a double standard about mm. the uh, about the law? Listen to this. Um, this is from, uh, uh, I love her, Representative Sylvia Garcia, a Democrat from Texas. I have not heard from her uh, before. I think this is the first time I've played her on the show. This is a longer clip, but I want, I want to play this for you. Paul Manafort was released from prison because of COVID-19 concerns. Right. Not because of his connection to fucking uh, the orange shit stain. But yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. Um, I mean, she's obviously reading this statement, but it is powerful. If it was deadly enough of a virus that you needed to protect the former campaign manager, why not all of these Americans who also have vulnerable vulnerable and have at-risk conditions? Mr. Barr, the contrast says it all. And it is not just in Ohio. In fact, in my own home state in Texas, a federal prison housing women with mental and medical health issues just confirmed last week that of the 1,357 prisoners, over 500 tested positive for COVID. One prisoner recounted, we're like a whole bunch of hamsters in a cage chasing our own tails. By the way, he's getting very pissed off right now that she's bringing this up. So pissed. And yet none have been released. Mr. Barr, <laughs> have you seen those Thanks, statistics? Dad. Yes or no? The, well, I put out guidelines, general guidelines, which as, are, uh, to propel the release of... not release anyone. I put out general One guidelines. One of those prisoners is a mother, Andrea Circle Bear, who had to give birth on a ventilator in that facility. Because your department prioritizes releasing Paul Manafort instead of vulnerable Americans. A few weeks after this photo, Ms. Bear died, along with two other women housed in this facility from COVID-19. Sir, you could could be saving lives by reducing the prison population. Yet you have blatantly abandoned your duty to these women. You have shamelessly abandoned your oath of office to protect all Americans impartially because you have prioritized giving special favors to the president's friends. This is not equal justice under the law. It's not the law that you and I both learned in law school. It is two simple, simple systems of justice, one for the president's friends, and one for everyone else. The Damn. director of the BOP. It is flat wrong. Yeah, the director. And I yield back. Yeah, the director of the BOP testified the, the, testified under oath that no one from yields. Justice Department was involved. General lady yields back. Yeah, but, the, but the gentleman has not been given an opportunity to respond. Oh my God! I don't care. What was needed to be said was said. Sit down and shut up, you fat, ugly monster. She wasn't the only one who who alluded to that same like idea. I know. I have I have more. I have more. But we'll have to play it after the break. Uh, but now, I mean, seriously, one rule, one rule of law for for the the friends of of Donald Trump, and one for everybody else. Mm-hmm. A woman gave birth on a ventilator and died, in Paul Manafort. Who was in the easiest fucking cushy goddamn prison you could be in 
for the most part. Maybe not the easiest, but one of them. He was getting treated well. You know he had internet and TV and a, a, probably a sofa and all kinds of other shit wherever he was. I mean, he probably was treated really well. He, they just didn't give him his hair dye so he couldn't drink it and get uh, tipsy. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean... One of the most interesting things throughout this whole thing during today was that it was it was Swalwell, it was the, the, the congresswoman that you just mentioned, and a bunch of others. They yeah. kept hammering home that there are two sets of 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 uh, justice with yeah. this administration. Mm-hmm. What Adam Schiff said weeks ago. And I would love you know, if if uh, if Jim Jordan had a set of nuts, I'd love to kick him in it, by the way. Oh, um, he does. And you should have been in college with him during, you know, wrestling season. You know, those guys on steroids, their nuts shrink. Oh, they, they get hard sucked yeah, right up shrink. into their body. It's like, it's like you know, Mitch yeah. McConnell's head going down into his suit. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, his chin <laughs> moving up. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, um, uh, try anything you want to say about that before we go to the break. We're going to have more of this when we come back. No, no, we're good. All right, so let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night uh, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com Your name and that of your lovers. It's 
you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka goes right there. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast. Heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Boston. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition, final segment here for 7-28-2020. Is this our last show in, in July? Is July done? No, Friday the 31st will be. Friday, one more. One more July show, everybody, and then we get into Balls Hot August. 
So, um, is that what they say out Boston Way? Bulls hot August. <laughs> um, no, okay. It isn't actually. Right. You, you were stepping into it, Ken. God. <laughs> Bless America. Nobody, I, I'm telling you, nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality. That's yeah. all. And maybe me saying bulls hot. Um, so, anyway, oh. um, yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we have more of this uh, this asshole thug uh, uh, criminal bar that we're gonna play. Uh, Captain uh, mm. uh, All You Can Eat Buffet, Golden Corral's official mascot. He's uh, got the gold card. He's got the gold card. Oh, the Golden Corral uh, bonus bucks. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he gets to plow through all of the buffet. Just give me all the hard-boiled eggs and cheese and sausage. Uh, okay. Ma'am. Mac and cheese. Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, this this one is uh, on the same... Uh, 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 God. On the same... Uh, um, oh, no. Wait. Maybe I don't have that one. Um, yeah. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, here we go. Yeah, this is uh, from Representative uh, Debbie, uh, I think it's uh, Mukarsal Powell. I don't know how to say her last name. Democrat from Florida. And uh, she wants to know, hey, what do I tell my constituents since you've been failing them left and right on, you know, uh, on, on handling of, of COVID-19? What should I tell them? What, why should I tell them that 150,000 people are dead? Well, she, she susses out uh, the answer right here. The United States of America has more than 4.3 million COVID cases alone. You, you, Mr. Barr, and President Trump, working together, are letting my constituents down. And it's something that you are going to have to live with. What am I supposed to say to my constituents? When they ask me if the government has done everything in its power to protect their loved ones from dying, you tell me, Mr. Barr, what am I supposed to tell them? I'm, I would tell them that managing this kind of thing requires a lot of uh, difficult choices and weighing different uh, consequences. I'm not going to lie. And that is, and that is I am left, not going to lie to my constituents. I am to, going to tell them that President Donald the Trump governor. and the Attorney General working together are not following health guidelines. They are letting Americans die needlessly because of political reasons. That is what I will tell them, Mr. Barr. Thank you. He is literally saying some people are going to die. It's really hard. It's hard. Remember when... Remember when um, uh, Trump's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, George W. Bush's excuse was, we're working hard. We're working hard. Remember, remember that, that that was that same kind of bullshit. We're yeah. working so hard. I, I've been harping on this for weeks. I've been harping on this for weeks over on Four Freedoms. The term, the legal term is culpable negligence. The entire Trump administration, at the very least, is worth 160,000 indictments from manslaughter. I concur. I, I concur. actually wrote a blog too called Negligent Homicide. 
Yeah, so you guys are you guys are, are, are singing the same song here, which which needs to be done. And uh, he is, uh, you know, this is uh, they've is, killed it's people criminal for Trump's negligence, ego. Plain and they, simple. Yeah, they have killed people for Trump's ego. And Barr is complicit. Everybody in the Trump administration yep. is complicit. They all yep. have blood on their hands. Yep. Of a hundred and fifty thousand people, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he didn't mention them once today. No. He mentioned the millions of gowns he sends out or the thousands oh, of Oh the gowns. Oh all the gowns and the gloves and the and the and the and the uh ventilators and, and those gowns and the, the those masks. gowns are very sophisticated things. Melania picked them out herself. Oh, after yeah. she oh, dug the, she dug graves yeah, for but, school children in the rose garden and then picked the gowns. Melania planted a new rose garden. Yep. Oh yeah, but she had, she had uh, uh, pruners where nothing needed to be pruned too, which was yeah, amazing. Yeah, and, and, tr- and tree peelers. Yeah. Oh, but um, <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Uh, he didn't once mention the one hundred and fifty thousand people that died so far, needlessly in this country, because he said it was a hoax back in January. Because and he it'll said it magically disappear. People. He said it was fifteen people, and in a couple of days it'll be down to zero. Like he a said miracle. it was one guy coming from China. Like a miracle, okay. it'll disappear. And like a miracle, just like April, when the weather gets warm, like a oh, miracle, yeah. it'll disappear. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, not one mention of those 150,000 people today. Not one mention that the last five days in a row, we saw one th- over a 1,000 people in this country die needlessly because he tried to reopen too fast. And instead... That son of a bitch tried to blame the the explosion in COVID cases in the summer on the demonstrations about George Floyd. Where everybody was wearing masks. Where everybody was wearing masks. And there's not a single single evidence that that, that is where this started. No. Because though they, they were demonstrations all over the country. And it just seems to, to, to happen be happening to the to the places where Republican governors followed his lead, threw out CDC regulations and, and, and requirements, and opened bars and nail salons and haircuts. Because yeah. God forbid those hokies down south <laughs> couldn't get their couldn't get their 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 mullets trimmed. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I love business up front, party in the back, y'all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you 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 raise a great point there, Joe, because. You know, uh, uh, well, first of all, going back to, you know, Trump, it's going to warm up. It'll magically disappear. But you know where it's not going to warm up? All the air-conditioned venues, restaurants, stores, things like that, where you told your supporters for months and months and months that masks were, you know, uh, oh, masks are for the gays. Don't wear them. You know, I mean, I'm being a little hyperbolic there, but that's kind of what it was. That's kind of what it was that... Because the right wing wants to smear us as all, you know, you know, all being, you know, sexual deviants and whatever. And you're just socialists for wearing masks. But yeah, it'll magically disappear when it warms up. But then you go into a, an establishment that has or, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what was it? A, a, a Popeye's uh, organization? Yeah, you yes. go, go into an organization that has recirculated air, like the diagrams from China that came out 
how they prevented this from spreading. They showed how it spread from table to table to table in a small restaurant from recirculated yeah, air conditioned air. Exactly. Yeah, months ago. And, you know, but it, it's like it'll magically disappear, but everybody's going to flock to air conditioned stuff if you're, you know, uh, you know, to bars, restaurants, stores, whatever. You know, because they're like, yeah, my you, freedom! You, you anyway. Go ahead and say it again, Troy. Anyway, when does everybody get the common cold and the flu? In the winter, when we're indoors in close proximity to each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a case in point. You know... New York yeah. City. New York City and New York, New York City has been one of the success stories. New York State. Of, and, and state, but in, in yeah. particular, New York City. Okay, where where the curve was flattened down to reasonable and 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 manageable levels, okay, and some of the largest demonstrations after the George Floyd murder happened in New York City. So how did that work? How does that add up? Oh, mm-hmm. mask worked just fine. I went to a protest right here, and every single one of us had a mask on that day. Yeah, and how is Boston doing? How's Massachusetts doing with their COVID curve? Pretty good. Uh, fantastic. Right. Yeah. They have flattened it, and for oh a number of days, if not weeks, it's been flat with a slight decline. You know, Northeast Regional President Cuomo saved us all. Yeah, really, really. And you know, yeah. and I, I talked to I talked to uh, Trojan Rabbit today on the phone. Hey, Paul. Uh, but you know, I, I talked to him today, and, and you know the, and he said it again. He said it every time I talk to him. He says, "Because I'm in one of the sane states." Yeah, and and that, you know that's a powerful yeah, statement. Well, I, I, it, it's true. That's another thing to say all along. Our governor Charlie Baker might have an R after his name, but mm-hmm. he is a healthcare policy wonk. I worked for this gentleman when he was in charge of Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare here in Massachusetts which for a time was the number one health insurance agency in the country. Yeah. He is a healthcare policy wonk. He knows what he's doing. He gets this stuff. Oh, exactly. So we're in really good hands here. Well, um, l- let me let me get to the next clip before uh, we only got 15 minutes left and I got a few more I want to I yeah. bust out here. Most of them are, are pretty short. Uh, but this is uh, another congressperson. Uh, Representative Madeline Dean from Joe's Commonwealth, Pennsylvania, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and in his disdain for her is on full display. Joe, uh, she she's like uh, you know she's calling him out on the use of basically of chemical weapons against protesters, you know pepper balls, pepper spray, whatever. You know, things, things we don't use yeah. on our enemies in foreign wars. Right? Just chemical just war, chemical warfare. It's illegal. Chemical, in, yes. And it's chemical, not illegal in the United States. Yeah, chemical warfare from the DOJ, militarized police departments, what have you. And he, and, and he's such a fucking asshole on this the way he treats her i mean he hates women i'd say he hates women uh more than trump 
uh, after hearing this. This is this is mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. It is gross. There are rules by which we operate here. I would ask you to respect them. Take a look at the, the screen. I've placed on this screen for reference, as you are aware, how your department describes pepper balls used on Americans in Lafayette Square. A 2009 justice report noted that the pepper ball, quote, system's accuracy and accompanying blunt trauma impact made it an ideal chemical dispensing system. So while you, in a quote, said it's not chemical, you today confirm it is chemical and you're aware of your department's policy, are you not? What, what policy? The one Jesus I just Christ. provided to you. What does it say? Wow. What's the policy? Well, I oh. showed it to you. Finally, what? whether or not you authorized it at the time, <laughs> perhaps you weren't listening. I, I He's laughing at her. What, what was the policy Clearly in you there? Listening. Fine. Whether or not you mm. authorized the use of pepper balls. What? <laughs> The, 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 uh, I, I did not ask you a question yet, sir. Well, no, well, I ask you to please refrain from interrupting me. Shut up! And Seriously. that was something that happened time after time. I watched about three hours of this today. Yeah. Mm. Time after time, they said, stop interrupting me. And, and Democratic Congress people said, I'm reclaiming my time. Thank you. Maxine Waters, because yeah. that's this is the, this is a game he's playing. You're right. You're absolutely right. He he's he he went and he put on a show for Donald Trump. That's exactly what he did. That's all he's he did. He man. put on not- a reality show full of lies for his fat boy in the White House. That's all he did. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he's like, I, I'm defending my criminality because my 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 daddy Donald loves me. And I'm going to get away with all this criminality, and so is he. I hope to God that's not true. But that's the pattern we see. We've seen it before. We saw it with the Bush administration, both Bush administrations. We saw it with the Reagan administration. And others have seen it with, uh, you know, Joe saw it with the Nixon administration. Uh, you know, this is the Reagan administration. Remember that. Oh, no, we saw it with the Reagan. I I mentioned the Reagan administration. We we saw it with that. Um, but listen to this. Listen to this. Here's a 12 second clip. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, one of our heroes, uh, asks him about systemic racism in law enforcement agencies. And he, and I mean, this is how unqualified Barr is. He's like, in the police department? No, law enforcement. Not the police department. <laughs> I mean, this is how absolutely stunningly unqualified this, this guy is. He's, he, 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 no. He's unqualified. Law enforcement. I mean, I, I, for a number of reasons, but this, the, the most simplistic reason here is, oh, dear, are you talking about the policemen? Jesus Christ, man, keep up. You know, uh, but listen to this. Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, uh, you know, says, hey, how about some, uh, you know, uh, why don't you address systemic racism in law enforcement? So you agree that there may be systemic racism? To the extent, in, in, in where? where? 
Uh, let me continue my line of questioning. I don't agree that there's systemic racism in the police department. Specifically. Generally in this country. Really? Uh, I got an idea. Uh, how about, uh... Go do a Google search. You know, I mean, seriously. There's no systemic racism. The, the likelihood of being killed in a, a police confrontation is what double or, or, or nearly triple more than more than double yeah more than That's double right. more than right. double more than double if you're a person of color in this country That's absolutely more specifically more specifically african american i don't agree right. i don't agree in the police department are you do you mean the policeman <laughs> You do, I hate do that this man. very well. You I hate scare, this man. You scare me. He, 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 sound he, like, he sound like the dinosaurs. He sounds like a, a family member of mine. Uh, not quite a family member, but a boyfriend of a family member. Um, the fact it, that the yeah. Attorney General of the United States of America complicitly denies systemic racism is a problem in the year 2020 should be a crime in and of itself. Yeah, and and they fall fall back on the statistic that more white people are killed by police officers than black people. Well, there are more white people in yes. the country than black people. But here's the real statistic. Don't tell white people that black, because they're they yeah. feel like they're a minority, especially the straight Christian white I, conservative I ones. But the, here's the the, the the statistic that counts is that black people are twice as likely, more than twice as likely to be killed by a police officer yep. than a white person. Yeah. That yeah. that's the statistic that counts. Or a person of color. Yeah, but more spe I think more specifically though, African Americans uh, die yes. disproportionately. In police confrontations and we've right. seen the videos I mean you know I mean yeah. it's it's we we're not seeing Asian people or Indian you know uh, people of Indian descent or Native Americans or um, you know Latinos Latinos I would say probably rank a close second um, I'm gonna three-letter word hmm yet oh yeah I, 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 I don't I mean Unless we can really make positive change, absolutely, yet. Because, you know, we aren't paying attention to Asian people experiencing extreme racism here in this country. And I'm not saying that we should, you know... Oh, it's out there. Oh, it absolutely is. And try, try knows firsthand, I'm sure. It's one of the reasons why I brought it up, because we're not seeing it. We have Black Lives Matter and Black Lives so incredibly important but you know asian people are experiencing extreme racism because they were because of code a group as a group a, a racial you know group if i said it the wrong way i'm sorry they wore masks hmm. Way before the rest of America did. Well, and and you've got idiot yeah. uh, Trump who's saying China virus all the time, and, and then his ignorant yeah. ass supporters look at anybody who they perceive to be Asian as oh Chinaman, you know. Anybody That's what they Asian. think. Yeah, you look at yeah. them. Oh, they're Chinese. Automatic. Yeah. Yes. 
You know, Sorry, I'm part Asian myself, and you know, exactly. I can tell the difference between Korean, Chinese, and Japanese. Well, you know, uh, uh, to me, uh, and Filipino. The, well, yeah, I know, I know, and I, and, and you know, I had a, uh, I have a great, uh, I have, uh, you know, several uh, friends of Asian descent from Indian to uh, to Taiwanese to to Filipino to Japanese to Chinese. You know, I mean, uh, the the thing is, it's 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 a demented approach that that he's he's uh, he's saying this about you know the china virus and then everybody it's you know what it is all over again it's it's the the people after 9-11 who killed sikhs because yeah they they were they were they were muslims you know i mean it's and and now people are getting attacked uh, for being of asian descent uh, you know, because, because of because of the orange monster, yeah, there say, are many reports of Asian doctors and nurses being spit at sure. by patients. Well, you know, I mean, I, I guarantee the, you, the filth he, he 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 distributes daily. Show show virus. yeah, show show a no, Trump supporter, show show a Trump supporter a map and ask him to point out where Vietnam. Uh, you know, North Korea, South Korea, China, uh, uh, Thailand, Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, you know, have them point out. You know, any of those on a map. Uh, they, they, they'd say, aren't those all states in China? You know, that's what they would say. They would think Japan yeah. is the same as China. They're so fucking no, ignorant. Don't even go there. No, no. They, that's, <laughs> I'm saying that's how fucking ignorant they are. You know, oh, I know, I know, and, and and you know, so you know, oh, they're Oriental. Caitlin Chris knows this well. I don't know if she's still listening, but she's she's suffered at, at you know the ignorance and racism of, of uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, against Asian culture. I and and to me, you know what I, I have again. I'm not saying you know I have, one of my best friends is black. No, you know I'm saying I have a ton of friends. Who are just my friends, and I don't care who they are. But a lot of them look different than me, and I don't ask them unless they, you know if they want to volunteer, they can. But you know what? I value their mind in their voice, not their skin in their hair or their you know whatever. That's it. I I was raised to value diversity. I sought out diversity when we would have a foreign exchange student in, in, in high school, or a family would, uh, uh, you know, migrant family would move into town. I would be like, "Oh my God, I want to know your story. You look different than me. I'm sick of all the boring people that look just like me. I want to know what your experience is." This, I, this I was like that since an early really age. Important. When you see somebody who looks different than you, don't be afraid to say it. Yeah, I mean, or, you know. That's simplistic. That really is a simplistic way. Go and read the fear itself speech from FDR again. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, uh, but anyway. The only uh, reason people are afraid of others is because we don't know them. Yeah. In, in in curiosity, uh, oh my god, uh, he looks different. He must be my enemy. Yeah, curiosity about difference you know, is, and, and, it, and, and yeah, that's the way they think. Mm-hmm. 
Honestly, mm-hmm. that's the way they think. Oh my God, it's not a white Christian guy. I must oppose him. Yeah. When you say they, we can actually, at least I'm going to say it, say they, um, they're um, racist. Oh, absolutely. You're 100% right. So, uh, so Joe, th- this one's this one's for you. Last clip. Uh, I know we're we're up against the top of the hour here. Where we got to wrap things up here in a minute. But uh, the sta- uh, the, again, the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania doing us proud, Joe, with uh, Representative Mary Gay uh, uh, Scanlan. Dem Scanlan. from yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She uh, she takes a, a bar to task on. A bullshit conspiracy theory about foreign foreign countries, foreign ballots being sent. Oh God, it's so annoying. Last month, you echoed the president's conspiracy theory when you suggested in at least three interviews that quote foreign countries could manufacture counterfeit ballots and quote to influence the presidential election. Correct? You did that in at least three interviews. Yes. Okay. Yes, but I in did. fact, you have no evidence that foreign countries can successfully sway our elections with counterfeit ballots, do you? No, I don't, but I have common okay. sense. I have okay. common well, sense. And that's what you responded when you were directly uh, challenged on that. You said, no, no, you didn't have evidence, but it was obvious. Um, according to state election officials, your alleged concerns here are not obvious, but in fact are outrageous. I don't have facts to back this up. Oh, he had his own Herb Kane moment there, didn't he? Aww. Look at that. Look at that. Herb, I hope you're resting up after your COVID bout, dummy. Go ahead. Good, triumph. I can manufacture counterfeit ballots. Anybody can manufacture counterfeit ballots. You know, when we get to election time, I used to be a poll worker here in Waltham, and I processed all of the absentee ballots for my ward and precinct. We should do a show or at least a segment on the process and pretty much how impossible it is for a counterfeit ballot to be counted. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that next Tuesday. We'll give you time to to discuss that. Oh, give you some time to think about that for sure. So, um, Rain, uh, I I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no, uh, no. I just want. I really have nothing about this, and and the reason okay. why is because I watched so much of it. He was so dumb, you know. And uh, so he he completely denied. As we played, there is institutional racism. There was so much that he said that was so wrong, and so mm-hmm. it just it, it, he's he is a white nationalist. No and doubt, he is in the hand, literally in the hand of Donald Trump. Well, anybody from this administration is a white nationalist, and to say otherwise is a lie. Uh, you know. So, uh, but anyway, Joe, any final thoughts on on that before we do uh, quick parting shots? Uh, <clears throat> no, just to uh, th- you know, I mean, I mean, this thing about mail-in ballots. I mean, first of all, Bill Barr himself has voted by mail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the mm. president and his entire family have voted yeah. by mail. In fact, yeah. they registered in the wrong yeah. place, I, I believe, and committed voter fraud. Yeah, that's beside the yeah, point. There's a, yeah. Uh, but yeah. but but you can man like Trisex said, you could manufacture a million fake sure. ballots. I could go to but Kinko's. You, but they're not going to get counted. Yeah. Because you can't you you can't fake the authenticity of a ballot. You can manufacture a million dollars worth of dollar bills. 
but they won't pass. Yeah. You'll get caught because oh. they're counterfeit. Joe, okay? you don't really have to work on our Photoshop skills. Yeah, I know. But I but have common the idea sense. Is, is that when I when I mailed in my Pennsylvania ballot in the primaries this spring, yeah. okay, I had to sign it. I had to put it in an inside envelope. I had to sign the envelope. I had to put yeah. it into another envelope. I mean, it was it was numbered. You can manufacture all the ballots you want. They're not going to get counted. Sure. It's like, uh, okay, we can yeah. print up a bunch of fake concert tickets, but when they scan them and it has the same number You're or not it's not a in. legit You're number. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. sure. Hey, hey, you want to buy this Motley Crue uh, ticket? Sure. Yeah. $5. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's dumb. It's dumb. But I have common sense. No, you fucking don't. You're an evil monster. That's it. Uh, so anyway, let's do parting shots. Uh, Trisec, go. Uh, I don't have too much. Uh, let's stop wearing uh, Nazi paraphernalia on our faces, people. Because you're going to oh, get kicked God. in the nads. Then you know we got a chance to talk about that today. Oh, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yeah, the Walmart Nazi mask wearing assholes. Mm. These oh. people, they're getting... You know, uh, uh, thankfully they're banned from Walmart. Uh, yeah, you know, hopefully they banned from the United States. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, you know, uh, because but yeah, uh, but yeah, the, these people got to go. Yeah. I mean, the, the anti. Just leave it at that. I, I've yeah. I've been at a slow simmer since I saw that story. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. My great uncle didn't go ashore on Omaha Beach and shoot actual fucking Nazis. Yeah. So you could wear that on your face. Yeah, my immigrant uh, great grandfather from Italy didn't go fight other Italian fascists, so you assholes could wear a fucking swastika on your fucking face. My mm -hmm. grandparents didn't, you know, uh, you know. Uh, not use all their ration uh, 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 stamps and, mm. and tokens and everything so you assholes could wear swastikas on your face. You're all a bunch of dirty dicks, and you know what? You want to wear a swastika? Fucking uh, just move to Russia because uh, they'll love you there. They love the, the, the Nazis over yeah. there. So uh, Germany, not so much. Thank you. But uh, no, no. all right, Rain. Yeah, no, they, they they learned, they learned they the past. They they're not going to repeat no. it. No Hitler statues need to be torn down, and no not swastika flags need to be taken down in Germany because not a single Hitler high school. Right. Yeah, <laughs> not a That's single right. Hitler high school. <laughs> Hitler high school might be a good <laughs> punk rock band name. So yeah. uh, oh. anyway, I wouldn't go with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Uh, but anyway, uh, or or at the very least, a trauma film. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, Rain, what's your parting shot? I have trauma. You got the trauma joke. I appreciate it. I know. So I have two things. First off, <clears throat> we were talking about people who died in World War II. Mm -hmm. I actually have a great uncle joined. <clears throat> he joined the um, the American Army. He was actually born in Germany. Yeah, joined the army and was sent to the Pacific Theater so he could get his. Um, if he came back, so he could become an American citizen. He died in the Pacific Theater. Wow. So, yeah. 
That is sacrifice. That is sacrifice. Yeah. Wearing a mask is fucking not. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, yeah. All right, what else you yeah. got? That was my uncle Dick. Sorry for his name, but doesn't that make sense? Knowing no. my family now that you all know my family. Yeah, no, that's fine. You could call him Uncle, um, Ri- uncle Richard. But, but, um, and I'm I, the, the thing I'm going to say next. I'm not the best person at this because I curse a lot and I get angry a lot. And, um, well, I'm I'm me. We're all friends. But I just want to say, <clears throat> yesterday, John Lewis's, you know, they they gave him a service in the in the in the house, and instead of yeah. Nancy Pelosi saying something, she decided to just put out his words. And my parting shot is: never become bitter, never become hostile, never hate. Live in peace. We are one people and one love. And um, I, I just like want to try to be. I just want to try to live that way. I may never get there, but John Lewis lived it. Yeah. And um, we could all learn a lot from that. From yeah, from I'm John, from John that Lewis. To people who have anger in their heart, but never become bitter. Never become hostile. Hostile. Never hate. Live in peace. And I I want to do better as a person. I hear you, sister. Parting shot. All right, Joe. What is you? You get the last word on the show tonight. Okay. You know, there's a great man lying in state at the Capitol now. Yes. Uh, And he was there when, and I just want to read some of the most moving words in American history before we go. Please, go ahead. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama, with its vicious racists, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I don't think I can really add anything else to that. Um, but yeah. we're going to end the show right now. And uh, I'll have uh, some words from John Lewis accepting the National Book Award after the ending here. 
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. This is unreal. This is unbelievable. Some of you know, I grew up in rural Alabama. Very, very. And I remember in 1956, when I was 16 years old, with some of my brothers and sisters and cousins going down to the public library, trying to get library cards. And we were told that the libraries were whites only and not for colors. And to come here and receive this award, this honor with this, it's too much. Thank you.